Okay. Yeah, no, you'll have to keep track of me in Arizona because we will just never get anything. There will never be any production if I just never shut up the whole time. So you got some. You have to do it. Take the shot. Yeah, you can go live a, from the waste management. There's a. I will. I will be. There will be a, a late night podcast at least. There will be at least one of them. I don't know how. Good. It's obviously a work week, so I don't know what. Uh, oh, dude, I'm wa- I'm waking up early one morning going to DP. You're more than happy to cruise, hop in the car. Well, I need to go see DP. I need to hand up my resume. Yeah. Be like, please, please hire me. But <laughs> please. There you go. I will. <laughs> say, he, he doesn't know this hack, but it's like, I will kill myself if you do not hire me. <laughs> I, <laughs> Clip it. But you can't, can't put that oh, on. All right, that's all right. good stuff. Okay. Episode oh, six. letting the flow hang. Oh, no. Right. I'm going to put it up. No. Okay. Right. Let it hang. Let's get long. We'll we'll get started in three, two, one. Well, all right. It's in the kitchen. Episode sixteen. Big weekend to recap. Lots of football, a little college hoops as well, guys. How was your weekend? Oh, mine was great. Uh, Joey, (laughs) go for it, man. You had a great weekend. No, I had a super fun weekend. Friend of the show, uh, Cooper Rich, was in town. Came to Auburn. First time in the SEC country, uh, we showed him around a basketball. Why'd you, game why'd you say it like that? Uh, that's not that's not how you. I'm talk. trying to become Russell Wilson. That's not how you talk. Mm. You sound mm. like Brian on, Kelly. Baby. You sound like Brian <laughs> Kelly. <with> my family. <laughs> <laughs> you, you have know. to say it when you say on SEC the country. That's, not, SEC that's, country. that's how people in Massachusetts think. People in Auburn, Alabama, talk. I was giving my Zach impression. I like that. I like that. Our Zach, our Zach impressions, they're, they're, they're pretty bad. Sub, yeah. they're, they're, subpar. they're subpar. They need some they're work. Subpar. subpar. Definitely that's, could uh, use some work. That's one way to put them. But yeah. anyways, Cooper Rich in town, saw a basketball game, saw an Auburn football win, rolled Tumor's corner, hit the sky bar, gave him a great experience, um, closed down the bar. So, I, I had a great weekend. It was, it was a good time having Coop in town. Well, well yeah, glad you had a good weekend. Awesome. Good. That's thank you awesome. for thank you for entertaining our clients. Thank you for <laughs> for doing that for us. Yeah, doing doing, doing our, the lawyer's work. Our podcast. Thank you a lot of business. Uh, right. Yeah, but um, right. yeah, let's talk some football though. There was a lot of football on this weekend, guys. A lot of great great games uh, happened this weekend. Uh, we got to address. This might be the uh, the personal. Uh, Game, uh, this might be the personal most important game of the week. We'll talk about in college football. TCU goes on the road in Austin and beats the Texas Longhorns. Now, uh, I will be taking this time as a uh, personal press conference to address the media, address the public for my uh, my statement on TCU at this point this in the season. Time. They're turning out smiling, grinning ear to ear. I will. This, hey, this is my time. Okay. Your time will come later. Sorry, All right. This, this is is there time. questions okay. at the end of this? Uh, there, there will be questions. There, yeah, I will take. I will be taking some questions. Uh, right. I will say this, TC for TCU. I, I give up. <laughs> I'm waving the white flag. I, I, I'm, I'm done with my TCU, like resentment and anger. Uh, I'm not saying I'm joining like TCU. I don't think they. Uh, I don't think I deserve to join TCU. Uh, TCU's bandwagon. I don't think uh, they would want me. Uh, and uh, like I said, I don't think I deserve it, but I think at this point it would just like, 
I think they've passed the test at this point where it's like, I don't think, I think before there was a lot of like asterisks and like question marks that I still stand by, but I think them beating Texas and especially the way they did, uh, I think has cemented them as like a actual, like good team. Like, I think now it's like, okay, this is legit. Like if they like, if they win the big 12, it's like totally legit. Like there's no, like, uh, like the asterisks, like we're there, but like, I think beating Texas, like makes them like a, like if like now you can't just be like the rest of the season, like, Oh, we know TCU is going to lose you. We just don't know when, like now it's like, now now they're here. Yeah. I kind of got the same feeling. I, uh, I continue every single week to get humbled by this team. And, um, I, Look, they went to Texas and, and, you know, controlled the game, played a different style of football than they played all year, grinded the clock down, held them off. Um, you're right, Grant. I mean, this is as much as it – I don't – I mean, maybe it pains us, maybe just because it pains the pocketbook, but they're a good team. Um, Sonny Dykes is – you know, he's done a hell of a job in his first year there. Um, I mean, they can easily just run the table and they're going to be in playoff. No, and, and I mean, yeah, it's you know we've spent so much time on this team, and and I don't want to say bashing them, but you're right, they just fall into that big twelve rap. There's yeah. been a lot of bashing. There has <laughs> been a lot of bashing, but like it was, um, I I stand by that it was all reasonable up until. Yeah, no, it was definitely. I stand oh, I don't by have any regrets every, about it. I have everything I said about, about TCU was true up until now. Absolutely, I, um, I think it was all reasonable. Ben, uh, I I will say this though, uh, with T, uh, TCU, uh. Uh, and not to bash them, but here's something we have to, to consider bash. with them because, like, let's just we, we do have to consider this though. So, sure. their they're best, like, when the committee is evaluating teams, like, and I think if they win the Big 12, regardless, right? But how does it rank when their best win of the season will most likely be uh, against a four loss team? Oh, I agree with you too, but it also, and on the flip side, and we'll get to it in a little bit, it, it makes they're sitting pretty because the Pac 12 looks so bad this weekend. Yeah. So they're just having everybody lose around them and they're not losing. Um, now, Tennessee's creeping right up behind them. You know, LSU's right up behind them. Um, Are they? You're right. Is, I mean, is LSU really, though? Is. Like, we can get to that. We can get that in a little bit. We can get to that in a little bit because I got my thoughts on that as well. Um, but yeah, you're right. I mean, the, their best losses to a, a four-loss Texas win. team, best win, the best win. So four-loss Texas team, but it comes on the same weekend where UCLA gets beat by Arizona. Whack. Oregon plays a very, very good Washington team, but gets beat at home. So they're winning. They're just winning games. And then at, at this point in the college football season, when you're at the number four team in the nation, you just have to continue to win football games. It, you blame it, them for not? I mean, they just they haven't no. lost yet. Like they're just winning football games. No, and that that is doing. that is a good point. Like I like you TCU has beaten who they've been asked to beat. Like it's not their fault that the rest of the Big 12 can't win three games in a row. Like, that's not that's not their fault. They've beaten everyone they've been asked to beat. And like, Texas, like, I still think Texas is a good team. Like, that's a good win, especially on the road. Like, we saw, like, you saw how Alabama did at Texas. Like, I mean, and, like, granted, we can talk about how Alabama actually is now, but, like, it's still Alabama. Like, they're still, still a good team. team. Yeah. Like, I, I would say, like, 
I mean, like I, I would have said last week that Alabama would be like a 10 point favorite over TCU. Like now, I don't know if I necessarily would say that. I so. still think they would be. I, but, I mean, to, to for Texas or for TCU's benefit, they don't have to worry about that. No, they're, they're not going to have to play to Alabama. No. Uh, All they have to do is win their games. Yeah. I don't think, I mean, they'd probably be a 10 point underdog against Tennessee. They'd probably be a 10 point underdog. I mean, I don't know where it was. Like, it it doesn't even, it doesn't that. even matter but though, does, because they, but it doesn't they, matter. They, they were seven point underdogs this weekend and they've been exactly. in that underdog role and they've passed it's it every single time. Under frogs. Like every single week, yeah. they are the team that like they have the trap line and they get past it every single week. I think yeah, a funny comment. I was with uh, a good friend of mine that I actually went to the TCU Boulder game with, and he hadn't kept up really with a lot of where the rankings are. And and we were talking about TCU. I think this is Friday, and he was like, "The same TCU team we saw at Boulder's number yeah. four in the nation." Can you, can you like, believe, yeah, yeah. They, they are. Yeah. Week yeah. week one, week zero. Yeah, week one, not week zero. On the week leading up to that, because they play Friday night, I believe. Played Friday night, yep. People were picking Colorado to go to go out there and beat TCU. Oof. Like re like with reasonable judgment, we're picking Colorado to go out there and beat TCU. Which at the time it doesn't seem like that crazy. Like like opening season, uh like opening game of the season at home, TCU was terrible last year. Like very mm-hmm. reasonable to think so. Like new, new coach, coach. Like, yeah. Like yep. very reasonable, but like looking back on it now, it's like that is totally ridiculous. <laughs> like that was a what a ridiculous thing to think that. Well, they did smoke. I mean, I think the line was seventeen in that game. They started off slow. There was a big delay. Uh, I think they ended up winning by like, almost thirty. Um, oh no! It was but you're right. Like that's the same team that was at Boulder week one on a Friday night. Yeah. And now that team is in a prime position. All they got to do is win. They got to just win the rest of their games and they're in a playoff. So, like, let's say they go to the Big 12 championship and lose to, I don't even know who they would play, like uh, Kansas State. It's over. Over. It did. It, yeah. it, it's over. It's over. It's over. All right. Dang. And I don't know. I like, and I wish we had the, the new playoff rankings in front of us because yeah. I want to see who's, I, we all know who the top four is. That's not going to be a surprise to anyone. But it, I, I would love to see, like, I, I can't wait to see five through ten. That that'll be five through like twelve will be really interesting. Yeah, uh, we'll, be a um, lot of shifts. I don't know. My last thing with uh, TCU though is uh, so next week they play Baylor, double road game, and I th- they will have uh, they are three point favorites, the number four team against terrible, terrible Baylor. How does that make you feel, Joey? It's. I mean, is that where they? I think that's. Exactly where TCU wants to be, right? They're yeah. the under frogs. Why would you give them a big spread? They don't want that. They they want to keep grinding. They want to keep proving. I do want to make. This they point. just want to keep winning. I I just want to, I want to make this point though uh, as well. Uh, and I was going to make this point either way, regardless of it. Uh, so Joey, I have a question for you. Uh, and it's more of a statement actually. So if your girlfriend didn't go to TCU. Would you have this same opinion about them? No, because <laughs> I know the answer, and it's yeah, it's absolutely not. You, I mean, I'm, a, you I'm telling you right now, my I'm telling you right now, you don't, and it's you not don't care about my sports integrity. You don't care at all about this team. You don't. Well, I do now. It they happen to be good. Like this is it's the same thing with like you and the Jets. Like you were picking them as a joke, and then they happen to be good. You yeah. were taking TCU because they your your girlfriend goes there, and then they happen to be ten and all. 
What, like, why do you like? You know what, Grant? I'm gonna stick up for Joey on this yeah. one. Just, I'll give you a great example. So, the fighting anteaters from UC Irvine went up to Oregon in men's college basketball the other or Friday night and beat Oregon. I was pumped. Right. I was super pumped. So, Joey, you got every right to reach for TCU. Now yeah. they're still terrible, but yeah, I mean, I'm gonna stick up for Joey in this. But situation. I was gonna say, do you, 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 I was gonna say, I think that's a different situation though. Well, uh, <laughs> I mean, like, like one game versus like like taking them the whole season, taking, taking them the whole year, I mean, saying like playoff. Well, they're still winning playoff the whole time. Was I, I saying I, playoff the whole time? I don't yes. know. Was I saying they're going to keep winning? Sure. What does that imply? I mean, if they keep winning now, though, Grant. We, I mean, we know Joey's got an unrealistic like fan like aspect. Yeah. I, I think with my heart, still going to stick with my head, man. Joe. When you see Irvine goes to the NCAA tournament, I got them going all the way to not the first. Right. I right. usually got right. them losing the first round. Right. It's fair. <laughs> I don't know. And like, and I, don't know. and I don't mean to like yuck, yuck your yum by any means. Uh, that's weird. But that's that's what what I'm else saying. I know, but I yeah, know. no, I, I stand by. I, I don't mean to like yuck your yum or anything, but like, I just like I don't know. I just I feel like that. It was like is a question I have. I just I was curious. Like, would would you think the same thing if your your girlfriend did, didn't go to that school? No, but like, why do I like Auburn? <laughs> I didn't like Auburn five years ago. Like, I I could care less if Auburn was good at football five years ago. Yeah, I know. But like, school. you build fan base. Like, you build your love for them and stuff. Like, at like at right. what point does like Zach's like at what point does Zach's um like liking Auburn? be like oh my parents introduced it to me and is it just like i genuinely like am attached to the school oh man it's fine i mean like at what point is it that you know yeah that's a different that's a different podcast that's a different podcast yeah i mean that's the whole definition and like the good and bad of fandom i mean i've been going to auburn football games literally since i was one years old right yeah. So, I mean, Grant too. Like, I've like also, at, I've at what point? At what point is my games? I've been to some TCU baseball games, basketball games. Like, I've been on campus. You've been to the playing, baseball games? Uh, not like for the whole game, but yeah. Like, I've been, okay. I've been at TCU. I've been watching these things. Now, I feel like I have the right to. Be I don't. A fan I don't mean it. I don't. No, I don't mean it accusatory. I just, I, I was just, I was just asking a question. I, I, mean, just, I, I, I do got a suggestion though that I have a but connection I do. to. Okay. What's your Grant? I, I, I mean, Joey, I do have a suggestion. I think Grant's going to approve of this. Just so we have, can avoid this for next football season, we're going to need Chloe to transfer. I, I I can't go through another season Ooh, like yeah. <laughs> dealing with TCU again. Oh, I mean, I can if if there's so. Yeah, I don't know. that's probably enough. Before I say more stupid stuff about TCU, to get a I just create a whole hi- a whole highlight reel. Uh, Joey, you a go. Fun ahead. story, I guess. So, just don't let TCU. me talk. How's that? Don't let me talk about TCU. No, you you don't get to anymore. I think we also have to shout out the TCU defense in this game. We were always talking about their offense, but their defense played really well. Um, and also, inside information, this is bad journalism because I have no evidence of oh boy. this yes. being true it's except word of mouth. Uh, someone close to Quentin Johnson said that he was warming up with a boot, like had his boot on pregame. Really? And, yeah, just to maybe psych UT out. Mind games. going to play okay. a little bit and then ripped it off and played the rest of the games. So, like it. Interesting. Yeah. It's like a, a little, little sneaky tough, tactic. Tough way to warm up in a boot, isn't it? Yeah, a little bit, but right. worked just fine for him. Interesting. I guess close, closing comment and question for you, Grant. How, how excited are me and you going to be when TCU actually loses? I, 
see, here's the thing: is like I don't know, like I don't know if they actually will. No, I mean they'll lose in the playoff. Like, like if they I, get into I, the playoff, they'll, they'll, they'll lose in the playoff. Okay, I think that that's fair. Uh, I don't know if I'll be excited about that though. Okay, it's like I All want right. like I want good playoff games. I want those games that's to be fair. competitive, you know. And like I don't yeah. want like like I don't want to see them like like as much as like I like dog on TCU. Like I don't I don't think I'd get any extra joy out of them getting like blown out by. Anyone, I feel you know? like this might be crazy for me to say, but if they play Michigan, I feel like that could be a decent game. Man, stop! It'll be like a fourteen points for it. I was. I feel like I Michigan's. I like, know what the spread would I think, be, but I feel I like think it'd Michigan be a and game. Michigan and Georgia match up with them the worst out of like mm-hmm. the potential. Like they play bully ball, and like like TCU is not like TCU. If they played like Ohio State, like Ohio State is fast and they like they're big plays and like I, like they have a better chance of keeping up with that. I feel like we're like Georgia and Michigan. Like you watch, like they played a fast team like Tennessee. And they just they bullied them. Like that, that bully yeah. ball like works really like is tough to go up against when you play that way. And like I feel like that that would be really tough for TCU. But like we don't know who they they would play if they won yet. We still don't know. Yeah, we don't know. Like a lot. Can but happen. I like them. I like them as a team. Yeah. Like, I, well, I, there we go. There's I, some love. Yeah, I like I'll them as someone, a team. Someone gives them some I, love. Yeah. yeah, Grant. Whatever you say. What? If you are you were you about to say you like them too? Uh, no, but it was going to be positive. I, I was gonna say this: If they win out, they will not be. If they win the Big Twelve, like win out, thirteen to zero, Big Twelve champs, they will not be the four seed. I will say that they'll be the three. They could be two. We'll see. No, never. We'll hey see. now, hey we'll now. Look at that. It could be two, that. depending on who the uh, depending on how the Big Ten West uh, turns out. And, uh, we'll see if it happens <laughs> to that Big Ten championship game, but. Um, we'll get into that one. We, we can talk about that later, but I don't know. This is 20 minutes on TCU now, but yeah, there we go. Um, <laughs> TCU podcast. It's a rough thing. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. It's a rough I, I, we might need to. Yeah. We might need to tell people to start start but the podcast. In, uh, about 21 of you on here. In in summer though, I will just say my I'm I'm done. Like I I'm waving the white flag on TCU. Like I think they're like I I like I like it. Like I think in the, in the summary of all this is just like white flag with TCU. Like. Yeah, like you can't like go around any all, all this TC artists. We can't go around anymore saying like this is a bad team. Like they've passed all the tests. Like, you know, all the teams they've asked to beat. They beat like they did the ro- tough road tests. Like, like I, I don't think like I think if you're going around saying like TCU is a bad team right now, you're just wrong. Yeah, I think that's fair. Like they're one of the better teams. They're an elite team. Like that's just that's just facts now. Joey's not smiling, by the way. After oh, sorry. No, he's no emotion. Securing a guest for next week. He has no emotion to me. I like it. Okay. I, like it. I, I like appreciate it. you doing that, but uh, that's okay. Uh, yeah, we can and we can talk more about TCU on Thursday, but we got to move on with this podcast. Uh, <laughs> other games. Alabama goes on the road and beats Ole Miss in Oxford. Craig, kind of a, all over the place game. Yeah, this is a good one. This is a Lots really good changes one. in this game, right? Great game. Uh, Auburn's next coach, Lane Kiffin. Tough one. This was actually um, huge say, for Auburn, this loss. Why is that? Uh, because now Ole Miss cannot go to the SEC championship, and that opens Lane Kiffin up for the first three days of recu- recruiting. Ooh, that is true. Uh, no, it's a – I don't know. I feel like this one is more like we can talk about Ole Miss and analyze them. We can talk about Alabama and analyze them. But I feel like the results of this game is more like – Actually, I, I said I just said that about Alabama, but I'm about to uh, contradict myself. When so like the big common denominator with a lot of those SEC teams is 
beating Alabama and how it's such an accomplishment to beat Alabama. But when Alabama plays a tough game against everyone they play, they against Texas, against Texas A&M, against LSU, against Ole Miss, Tennessee, at what point, like, it's going to be a good win, but at what point is it, like, I don't think it's as impressive as, like, we thought. No, I mean, there's something no. definitely off with the Alabama team this year. Like, I mean, there's something definitely off. They're still, you know, they, they could easily be undefeated. They lost two games at the last play of the game. But, yeah, they're just not putting the gas on teams like they have in the past. Yeah. Um, I felt bad for Lane Kiffin in this. I, I, I thought that this is a game they absolutely should have won. And even his press conference afterwards kind of indicated that. We're just, Jesus, like, what can we do? Um they should have won this game. And I think you're dead right. Grant is, you know, they smoke teams, but they're just Alabama's Alabama's kind of fallen in that category of they're just like everybody else in the SEC, except they're the top tier of everybody else in the SEC. Um, if they lose this game, though, are you putting them in that like same as everyone else category? Yeah. With three losses? Yeah. I mean, I kind of. Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, like, I like they think, uh, Texas A&M is terrible, and they 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 should have lost that game. They should have lost at Ole Miss. I mean, they're they're the top tier of everybody else in the SEC. So how about this? Um, so when you when you say that, does that make you more confident as an Auburn fan? Last game of the year. Dude, um, let's go. That's, you know, that's a good question. It Tuscaloosa is such a tough place to play. Um, rivalry game though. It's yeah, a rivalry we game. We always seem to get it um, interesting, at least, no matter how. I don't know. I mean, my, my, the, the, the thing that concerns me, especially when the Auburn-Alabama game this year, is, is our offense is not great. Mm-hmm. Um, so if Alabama gets the score, and we're in some bad trouble. And I think that might be what it looks like. But um, I don't know. I, mean, it, it, it was ex- I don't know if it was just exciting to see you know, somebody like Cadillac come back and do what he did on Saturday. And get you know those guys believe him, but I, I don't think we have. If Alabama's at the top tier of everybody else in the SEC, we're still at that bottom tier this year, and I I don't think we're as good a team as Alabama, especially playing them on the road. No, but I think ever when we beat them, like we, yeah, I think I mean absolutely rival. I think the, I mean, we've had some really good teams. We have a yeah. brutal schedule constantly, just because you know we always have to play Alabama. We always have to play Georgia, just because of those robbery matchups. Mm-hmm. Um, but like when Bo Nix beat him our freshman year, I think I thought we were just as good as Alabama that year. Yeah. Um, you know when we beat them, it's been evenly matched. That's fair, Grant. I'm responding to kind of your uh, initial thoughts on this, um, like. Alabama clearly is not as good as they've been, but like as an SEC fan, I'm sure other schools feel this way too. Like beating beating Alabama or playing them close, even when they're not good, it's it just always feels good because they're always so so well off and they're always in the playoffs and they're always top yeah. two team, top ten school. You know, no, so sure. and, while and like it is, is kind it of is kind of funny getting. that like Alabama would have been a. If Ole Miss would have beaten this game, that would have been the third time someone stormed a field against them this year. Like, how, yeah, like, it, like is, it is funny that, like, no matter what not, Alabama right? looks like, like, beating Alabama is such a big deal. Like, you can't say it about anyone else in the country, that, like, every year beating Alabama is such a big deal. Like, yeah. it's kind of funny that, like, they own – in a way that, like, because, like, you let them do that, they own everyone so much. 
Like to them, like when they beat everyone else, it doesn't matter at all. Like beating Alabama means so much to everyone else. Like they like it doesn't matter that like they it doesn't matter if they lose every game the rest of the year. Like because it means so much for them to beat Alabama no matter how many games they lose. Like Alabama, like mentally and like morally in the SEC owns everyone else so much. You sound like because such you've an never Alabama seen a run. Right now. But no, I mean, but he's right because that's Am I, what every I'm not, Alabama fan says on Twitter after their loss. That's which, not wrong. I mean, you're not wrong. But he, but it's it's like if they lost, it this seems game like and then the, they go, they the go good go, old reliable go to. Oh, we own you. We own the SEC, which they do. But like, yeah. So then, let, what, what let, is let your, us have your you fun. Want? Let us have our fun. Who cares? Who cares about Alabama? Everyone. Everyone cares. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like I you're mean, allowed to have fun. I just think it's like, especially like this year, it's so clear, like. Like, literally, there would have been three field stormings. And, like, who do they play next week? Like, I don't know who uh, – whoever it is, uh, like, they would have stormed. Probably got, I, think it's, I think it's the one double eight weekend or something like that. Oh, yeah. It's I'm probably not mistaken. Like, it's probably yeah. – like, But, like, any – like, if Texas a and would have beat them, they would have – like, every team, it doesn't matter what Alabama's record is, they would storm the field against. And I just think that's really funny. Like, I don't think that you could say that about, like, a lot of Big Ten schools, honestly. Because yeah. nobody's had a run like Alabama's has since Saban's been there. No. I mean that's why they literally owned everybody. Yeah, you say that? they've no. got Austin PA. Austin P. Someone tells me they're not going to be storming the field uh, against Alabama. But uh, other things though to uh, to note this game. So Ole Miss though. Uh, so this now uh, they have Ole Miss has this wall where they've never had a season with more than ten wins, and they do it again here now. Like despite how good some of their teams get now. Another uh, at best ten win season. Uh, it, I feel like it's kind of weird for Ole Miss. I feel like 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 a lot of schools have eleven win, twelve win seasons. Like you know where they just like stumble upon it, way scheduling works. So like great teams, but like Ole Miss kind of is like weird in that way. Like ten wins is a great season, by the way. But like oh yeah, a, like eleven wins and twelve wins is like these like signature years and stuff that a lot of programs have. And like it's weird that like Ole Miss does it. They've just never been able to get up the hump. I mean, they've, they've historically not been a good program. I think they have small pockets of being decent. And what you're kind of seeing one now with Lane, um, you saw it with Hugh Freeze. But, yeah, it's, it's historically not the greatest program. They've had a, kind of a good run in the past 20 years. But that's, that's kind of wild to think about, isn't it? What do you guys think of uh, um, Jackson Dart? I feel like he's a solid quarterback that we just never talked about on this podcast. Yeah, I think I, so too. I, I agree the same. I got to see him play. Uh and he impressed me. I feel like I tried to talk about it a little bit when Auburn played them. But yeah, I, I like that. I I like their whole offense. Quinshawn Judkins is a really good uh running back. Say, so, well, you better because that's what Auburn's gonna be running next year. So I I, I hope you <laughs> like it. I hope you like it. No, I do. I do like this offense. Yeah. And I like I like Quinshawn. And Jackson Dart's been a good good QB, solid all season, it seems like. so. I mean, that's every Lane Kiffin team, though. They're always going to have good offenses. He, he always recruits well and stuff. So, yeah, I mean, like, it, it, for you guys, like, are you guys almost like, let's uh, let's see how Ole Miss does because that's how we're going to do? This is what our team's going to look like soon? No, nah, I mean, we you know, we're a better recruiting ground. Like, we'll have better players. Than Ole Miss? Than Ole Miss, yeah. I think I agree with that. I think that's um, I mean, there's a reason why he would leave Ole Miss come to Auburn. Like, I think it'd just um, be at outside of uh, a bag full of cash. 
outside of a bag what, full of cash. Yeah. yeah. I mean, like, I don't know. I mean, he's he's such a good recruit. Do you think like I mean he he's such a good recruiter himself? Like, do you think the jump is that big? I don't think it's that big, but I mean it's clearly not that big because you see how good Ole Miss is. But I think Auburn, like like you just said, Ole Miss has never had an eleven win season. I mean, Auburn's won a national championship in the past fifteen years. They went to another one. They've, they've had several championship uh, of those. They've, they've exactly. Many, they've had many several. Of those. Um, and I think, especially with the expansion of, of twelve teams coming up, I think that puts Auburn right back in a prime position to, yeah. you know, yeah. kind of be right back to where we should be or were or where Auburn fans think we should be. No, that's such a that's but such yeah, a weird stat with uh that's such a weird stat with Ole Miss. Like think about it, like it granted it's it's conference USA, but like UTSA went twelve and zero last year. Or, like like granted like it is conference USA, but like <laughs> it's tough to go twelve and zero. Like it, it's really hard. Uh, I don't know. I just think I always think that's funny to bring up with Ole Miss. Uh, but I, yeah, uh, I learned this week too. Uh, Quinshawn Judkins, uh, his primary the place he wanted to go the most was actually Auburn. But Brian Harson's never gave him an offer. Didn't oh, recruit him. Didn't yeah. show up. Yeah. Not good. Show up. That, those are the worst. Is when yeah. like it's like this he legend. Really like I yeah. really wanted to go to your school and then didn't. So uh, and there's or, the pictures of Lane Kiffin sitting at his high school games by himself. I mean, great picture. It should show you how great of a recruiter he is. But yeah, yeah that's the Brian Brian Harson and recruiting stories. That's a whole another podcast too, especially for some of the stuff that I've heard yeah. from Jay House about how. The method he recruited, but that's yeah. All right, yeah. let's move. Let's move on. We got uh, more keep games moving, to talk about. Moving. So keep it in the SEC. LSU beats Arkansas. This was funny. This was a really funny <laughs> game because it was like it was like kind of like a little like a uh, LSU taste of the Big Ten a little bit. That cold icy game. You saw like they were like total Snowed total SEC before. moment. They were using. Sprinklers to melt the ice off yes. the field <laughs> in Arkansas. Oh boy. We're oh, like, I think no. this is this is funny because like people always give the Big Ten crap and stuff about like low scoring and like uh, not as like flashy and stuff. But it's like, I think some people don't take into account like how much playing in cold weather changes how you have to play football. Mm-hmm. So like, I think that this was kind of like a like, oh, like what's going on? Like, why is all this? It's like it's because it's cold. Like it's cold out there. So uh, that was kind of a funny thing. Uh, and like I'll say this for the eighth week in a row, but how come when LSU and Arkansas play a low-scoring game, no one says anything? But if Kirk Ferentz was the coach of either of those teams, everyone on Twitter would be having a fit. Well, that's a, you know, I don't know what to tell you. That. This is a game that nobody wanted to be at if you watched yeah, it. So. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, I wasn't expecting a response. So I just wanted to let that one simmer. I was going to let that one marinate. The listeners at home are giving a, me a couple little mmms, mm, intellectual mm. thoughts. Mm. Um, but this was this one was really interesting because I think uh, so. You got like a backup. You got a backup quarterback playing for Arkansas, who looked really good. By the way, uh, he he looked so fast. Uh, it, like despite how much he was getting sacked, he looked so fast. But uh, it's kind of it does make you think a little bit. Like with LSU potentially being like in the hunt now, like are is this like you got to take into account weather and like being on the road, but like. I feel like LSU should be beating Arkansas by more than three points. Barely. I agree with you, but, I mean, they, that's a tough place to play. I, I, crazy story. I've actually been in that stadium when it is about 30 degrees and it, when it is raining. It is miserable. <laughs> and this is a game that, I mean, if you watch it, nobody wanted to be there. Like, I love this. The, the One of the LSU guys is getting oxygen, but behind him there's a there's Gatorade coolers. Of one had coffee. 
Right. One had broth. Right. And one had hot water. Have you guys seen uh kicking and screaming before? Too. Yes. Yeah. That was like uh that that was uh, I haven't thought about kicking and screaming a little bit, but as soon as I saw <laughs> that, I was like, wait a minute, isn't that what uh uh, Will Ferrell, Ferrell's character does in that movie, except he's like motivated differently, obviously. But he's got yeah. the espresso machine. He's got the espresso machine on the sideline. I thought it was weird. But moving on, that that yeah. it, this isn't a movie. But yeah, this is. I mean, that's that's why uh, that's why it was a three point game. Is just man, that's. I mean, Southern boys don't like playing in the cold, especially when you're just it's icy, and I mean, that's one of those games. Just get in, let's get the W, and let's go home. It is, and that was Big Ten football and played in the SEC. Well, you see, so it's like kind of a similar matchup that where Arkansas is now like they're five and four, but they're only three point underdogs next week to Ole Miss. I mean, Arkansas is a good football team. They just had tough losses. I mean, the yeah. Liberty loss that was really bad. That's really um, bad. That was a really <laughs> bad loss, especially when they when Liberty goes up to UConn and gets beat by UConn. Um, but yeah, Arkansas just they were supposed to be really good. I think they were preseason top ten or right on that that, that cusp. And they just – they haven't won the close games. I mean, that's as simple as that. Why that 5-4 and four record is like that, and that's why that line going into Ole Miss is so close because they're still not a bad football team. No, it was uh, – no, I mean, this one was wild. Joey, Joey you, were you able to catch any of this at all? You had a busy Yeah, weekend. I watched some of this. Okay. Um, and I think there was even a third-string quarterback for Arkansas at one point. Am I, am I right there? Uh, like, I, think, I, think, like... I, think you're, I think you're right. But I was focusing on, like – I mean, like uh, – he, the backup played most of the game. Yeah, no. Um, but it seems like Arkansas really could be a top 10 team. But, like, it seems like they just haven't been you, in the okay. right place okay. at the right hold time. On, hold on, hold on, hold on. Time, 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 time. <laughs> Not obviously now, but, like, they top have 10. the tools. They could have done it. But like Zach said, they just can't close out those tight games. They're not, not I know, but finishing. that's good. Like, a good team would, though. That's what I'm saying. They're the, not. The, but they Arkansas last year closed those games out. That's why they finished right. so strong. Yeah. And this and year it, they haven't been able to do that. No, for sure. And it's like, I mean, you could say the same thing about like uh, like, uh, like a lot of teams. Like I feel like that's always the classic argument is like, man, if we just close games out, yep. we, would be, we would be the number one team in the country. <laughs> if, God, if we could finish games, we wouldn't be uh, – bl- we, we, we wouldn't be, more we wouldn't be struggling for bowl eligibility. We would be close to that. I don't know. But it is a – I mean, like it is kind of weird. Like Arkansas at one point was the number seventeen in the country. Mm-hmm. Like, and, and like that's where like the rank, like going back and look at the rankings every year is really funny. But uh, I don't know. That's where like I do kind of stumble on that statement though. Like, you think a top ten team? I mean, if they're healthy and like Zach said, they're closing out games. I don't see why not. Like, do you think? Like, I think, uh, I think Oregon, UCLA, Penn State. Uh, and USC all beat Arkansas. Yeah, but the, aren't they all close games? Am I all of those close ridiculous games right now? I think I feel most like, of them. Are I feel close like they've games, gotten except their maybe teeth. like the the Penn State game. No, I, I feel like they've gotten their uh their teeth kicked in. They didn't play. Penn State. Uh, I might be totally wrong. Uh, I feel like they've gotten their teeth kicked in a few times. I think they played BYU kind of close, but they smoked BYU. Yeah, they smoked. Or am I thinking of am I thinking of someone else? Let's pull up Arkansas. You might be. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, start, okay. I'm gonna start reading off games. So I got it. beat Cincinnati, beat South Carolina, beat Missouri State, two point loss to Texas A and M, blowout by right now. blowout from Alabama, blowout from Mississippi yeah. State. I guess not. 
beat BYU, beat Auburn, lose to Liberty, lose to LSU. So yeah, I mean, it, it had gone well for them. So yeah. I, I no, yeah. I think I think Joey partial credit because when they lose, it's they either lose really close or they get blown out. So I'm yeah. going to give you partial credit for that one. I th- I don't think that All was. Right. I think I, I'll give you partial credit there, Joey. I think I think that that was a sneaky wise take of yours that I was questioning. All right, I'll give you credit there, Joey. I'll give you uh, I'll give you so much credit. I'm going to give you the the floor right now to say whatever else you want about Arkansas. Oh, I did. I didn't prepare much else for Arkansas. <laughs> you can say whatever you want about them, about the uh, state, about anything you want. I think Arkansas. Is, I've never been to Fayetteville, but I've been to Little Rock, okay. and, and I was not impressed. All so right, I'll take it. Got. Have you ever been to Arkansas? I'll take it. All right, that's good enough for me. All right, let's go over the last kind of headline game here, uh, and then we'll uh, get into our teams and read some scores. Uh, Pac-12. Pac-12 was really interesting this weekend, but this game had to be the most interesting. Uh, if I'm wrong, you can stop me. Washington goes on the road to Oregon and beats them, ups- ruining their playoff hopes. Uh, th- this game, uh, a little context for me. So I was driving to Chicago during this game, and I had uh, a buddy of mine. I'm obviously not uh, watching games while driving. So he was sitting in the back seat, and he was just reading me whenever something happened in this game. Or like any game. He was like, oh, they scored. And I'd be like, what happened? And it was like almost like torture. Like listening to like this is like the way I, I'm like taking in like six games at once. is just like him reading scores. And like no, no, like I don't know like what else happens in between. I just get like an update every once in a while. So I don't have a ton to say like analysis-wise of this game per se. But I do want to say uh, shout out our friend Roger. And I want to say so uh, Oregon does this every single year. And then now you guys can say whatever you want. It, it, funny, it, funny you got that story, Grant. I had kind of had a similar story. I uh, went to oh, a, 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 a really nice this one. So. Yeah. No, well, actually, I saw, <laughs> I saw most of the first half. Okay. Um, got bad news. <laughs> yeah. no, no, I saw most of the first half, but I actually uh, went to a really nice dinner with some friends and, and, and my wife uh, down at Castle Rock. Colorado, but I had the phone on the edge of the table, so I was trying not to, you know, pay attention much of it. But I literally just had this game on GameCast, and it was it felt like it was just back and forth, back and forth. Came home, watched a lot of the highlights. For Oregon, simply, it's a bad loss to a good, good Washington team. I mean, at this point in the season, you know, as much as we've talked about, TCU is right there because they've earned it. Uh, this is a game Oregon has to win, even against a very good Washington team. Right. Um, no matter if he's a friend of the show, Roger, or just in general, we've said many times that, that we think Washington's a pretty good football team. Um, but you can't lose this football game, and you can't lose it at home, and you can't lose it this time of year. I, going on the road and beating them is so impressive. It, it's so impressive. Was, it's very that. impressive. This was, incredi- was, this was some... an insanely impressive win for Washington. Yeah. Oh, it's a great win by Washington. Absolutely Which that's not, great like, win. That's not, a, that's not a unique take. Like you don't like it, yep. then, like no one's gonna listen to this podcast and be like, "Hey, that Grant, he's onto something." <laughs> saying that going on the road and beating Oregon in November is a good win. Yeah, but Oregon so, can't lose this football game. They, no. they can't. I was looking at some stuff about that too. Uh, so last time Washington beat Oregon uh, when they were ranked was in two thousand and two, and then Washington has been zero and seven against a top ten Ducks team. Wow! Holy so, cow! Yeah, which is they like most years. That up though. a little bit. Yeah. Which so is... <laughs> they, 
Oregon had won, like, I think the 15 of 17 past meetings. Like, this was, they just dominated this rivalry. Uh, but it's, it was a number one passing offense of Earth's, like, 130 something passing defense in Oregon. So wow. you could definitely tell, like, this box score Michael Penix Jr. threw for 408 yeah. yards. Wow. Now they, I mean, Oregon got exposed. They got exposed. He's really good. Yeah, no, he is good. So what's the what's the yeah, what this means? Well, real quick, real okay. shout out. Um, you know, we've talked about how great of a job Sonny Dykes has done at TCU. Um, Kellen DeBoer's has done a fantastic job in his first year at Washington. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. They, you know, they, you know, after Chris Peterson left, they kind of struggled a little bit. Um, <laughs> he seems like he's come in and righted a ship for kind of a sleeping giant program. So it's going to be really interesting to see what they do in the next couple of years. Fresno State legend. Yeah, absolutely. That team was so fun to watch last year. It like bums me out now that Fresno State's not as fun. But uh, they... uh, uh, I got one more thing also. Too. Joe, you, you can say like, as uh, much as you want. You guys like comeback stories? Is this... Go for Okay, go ahead. You like them? Yes. yes. That's a yes? Okay. Yes. So kicker's revenge. Washington kicker Peyton wait, wait. Henry. Is this not about Bo Nix? No. Okay, go ahead. It's about the Washington kicker, Peyton go Henry. Go ahead. Who in 2018 had missed a game-winning field goal against the Ducks. Bad. Um, it was a, like a 31-yard field goal attempt. Mm-hmm. Not too hard. Missed it. Uh, and then came in on Saturday and beat the Ducks with his field goal. I think it was a 40-something yarder uh, that gave him the lead. So There we go. What's his name again? His name's Peyton Henry. Shout out Peyton Henry. Let's try and get him on the pod. Can we, can we give a round of applause to Peyton Henry? Kickers Why am I the only one clapping? Thank you. Yeah, shout out Peyton Henry. Let's, uh, let's talk about what this game means, though, because this game does mean a lot. Uh, so now uh, Oregon is out of – they have no chance to make the playoff anymore. I think they're, I think they're safely removed. The only team in the Pac-12 now that can make it is USC. Uh, so they're definitely going to move up. They'll probably end up at – they might end up at six. I think six is a fair fair bet. I think, they'll, be, uh, they'll be behind Tennessee. And they're kind of like a quiet six at this point because like, I feel like ever since they lost to Utah, they've been kind of like thrown away. Like Only uh, a one-point loss too, wasn't it? Yeah, no, it was close, a two-point conversion game. at the end of the game. Yeah. yeah. And they probably should have won. Like uh, I mean, I was rooting for Utah, but like there was some uh like there was some questionable uh pass interference calls, so I'm gonna say, but uh <laughs> that was a great game, yeah. Yeah, it was an awesome game. And like Utah's a really tough place to play, but that's it. Uh that's analysis from six weeks ago. Uh I, like USC kind of like I like they're sneaking up on their not and like I, I've said before, like, USC just refuses to ever put away teams, and, like, I think that's still fairly true. But, like, I think if USC wins the Pac-12, then now considering this game, like, it becomes really interesting of, like, how they – like, that. Like I think they probably would make it. Well, they got a tough final. I mean, they got, you know, potentially a Pac-12 championship game. But they got UCLA this week and Notre Dame next week. Oh um, wow! They that's a, so that is that's a tough. tough just end of the uh, yeah, yeah. So they got a tough end of the season. If they went so, out. That looks great. They went yeah. out. It's interesting. Yeah, yeah. That's a good. Yeah, no, that's right. a really good. That's a that's a great. Uh, that's a great way to finish out the season. I mean, yeah. if they went out, they're the Pac-12 champion. I mean, if and then you know, Michigan and Ohio State, one of those teams, they're going to be undefeated. 
No. And so then where do you start slotting those teams that finish with one loss? God, this is why I love college oh football. Oh so I, could, yeah, I could just sit here and give you all these scenarios. Uh, Joey, Joey, you just give us give us what you would do in that situation. Okay, so we'd have you know, Georgia US, undefeated, right? So in between uh, – so just do it in the situation of one lost Big Ten, Michigan or Ohio State, one lost Tennessee, and uh, Pac-12, one lost champ, uh, USC. USC. Assuming they went out. Which team uh, makes it? Only one of them can. I I got to go with Tennessee, even okay. though they got blown out. I think Tennessee Interesting. probably deserves, deserves that spot. I feel like – I don't know if this is the, the right move, but I feel like I would put in – I feel like you'd have – I feel like my brain says you have to put in USC just because they're – they at least played in a conference championship game, and they also won That's it. That's fair. Where, like, I feel like it's – and I, I've said this about, like, the committee for a long time, where, like, I think Tennessee and whoever loses the Ohio State-Michigan game is in real trouble because, like, they just didn't play in a conference championship game. Mm-hmm. Where it's, like, hard yeah, to put in a team who played in and won one and has one loss versus, like, a team that didn't even make the conference championship game. Like, despite, like, how it all works. Like, despite, like, if Michigan Ohio State are 12 times better than any other team in the West, uh, like, it doesn't matter. Uh, like I just think that that could be a is, is potentially how the decision is made at the end of the season. I don't know. They, I could be uh, wrong. I could be wrong. They could easily just go put Tennessee in it anyway. If uh, Clemson wins out too, they they'd be a one loss team. Oh my god, Clemson ain't, it ain't happening. Well, because that's because North North Carolina could win out and they'd be one loss ACC champion. Well, yeah, I, I can't see either one of those teams. And what do you what do you do about that? Their one loss was in, in week you, th- you, like, like week three. You tell them to have fun at whatever bowl they're going to. I think those two teams. But what if UNC? Right. You don't. You're discrediting no. UNC yes, right now. I am. I am. Uh, yes. I think. I don't know. That God, college football is awesome. This would be amazing. Yeah. There we go. All right. Let's talk about our teams. You guys want to talk about our teams? If this one, what's I'm gonna I'm gonna uh, make you guys talk about Auburn first because guys, big win. Why am I the only one that applauds anyone on this show? Huge, huge win. Big win. Guys, so you guys needed to win out to uh, get to bowl eligibility, and you, you've done the first step. General, yeah, we you sure know did. what you need to do. We know Wait. what we need to do. So, Joey, you had great seats for this game, I saw. Man, I got so lucky. So – uh, gates open two hours before the game usually. Okay. And as a student, the for big games, student section fills up within the first 30 minutes of those gates opening. If you want a decent spot, you got to get there. So we got there an hour and 45 minutes before the game. Uh, but Coop had some trouble with his ticket. So we didn't get to looking for a seat uh, until probably an hour, hour hour and 15 minutes maybe before the game started. And uh, so we were just going up and down, you know, people are saving seats. So we're asking like, Hey, you, uh, you saving a seat. Most people were like, yeah. And so we went all the way down to the front row. Like, Hey, are you guys saving the seat? Someone said, yeah, we're saving it. And then these guys from like halfway down in the second row, they're like, these seats are open right here. This is like a perfect spot for me and Coop to sit second row. It was a great game. It was actually pretty cold. I was not prepared for the for uh, it to be that chilly, 
Yeah. Um, but man, it was so fun. They they had the linked arms walk out with the stadium all dark, flashing orange. The electric. They were ready to roll. They were ready to roll. They had Caddy in the front. Caddy ran the team out, locked huh. arms with Tank Bigsby and and the boys. So, yeah. man, it was it was just great to be there. Got to roll tumors. Yeah. No, Zach, I want to hear your thoughts, but I do want to also give a shout-out to uh, Auburn. I appreciate a three-loss team still getting a lot of energy from the students and from uh, uh, just their fan base in general. You know, no, no yeah, interim coach and everything. Uh, I, like, and to play a bad team as well. So I, I really – I think that was really cool for Auburn. Oh, go ahead, Zach. And we've talked about it. I mean, like a, well, you talked about with Iowa as well. It's, it's a great fan base. And, you know, we – rally around each other when we have to. And Cadillac Williams is a legend. And you had, I think it was like 30 or 40 of his former teammates come back for this game for him. Now, the game wasn't great. Um, <laughs> it wasn't the most like a visually appealing game there was, but it, it's a W. And it just late in the season, especially just for how bad of a year it's been for us. Um, it was awesome to watch. It was great to get – a, a good win. It was just great to see at the end of the day, young kids excited to play football. And I feel like that's what, you know, Cadillac Williams has, has brought into this, you know, second half of the season. I hope, you know, whoever, you know, comes in afterwards, be it Lane, be it Dion, be it you know, Hugh Freeze, or be it whoever else, they keep him on staff um, just because he's so influential to so many of these kids. Um, it was awesome. It was awesome to watch. It was awesome to see a lot of the post-game stuff. Uh, it was awesome to see, you know, the scenes from Tumor's Corner this morning. Um, I mean, that's Auburn at its finest. And yeah. it was it was exciting to see. I mean, it's not the greatest year, but uh, that was an awesome Saturday night. Yeah. No, and it's like – it's wins like that, I feel like, even in the tough seasons that, like, you can kind of, like, hang your hat on as, like, a good moment in the season that like, you can bring it in next year and be like, hey, remember this? Absolutely. Like, remember when we, like, we no, looked totally. good at this time and, like – Remember when all the fans still showed up and we had like this awesome moment and like you can still use that for recruiting and you can still use that to like get the fans motivated for next year and stuff like I, I think that that's huge. I think this was a very like when when you look back on the story of the 2022 Auburn season, I don't think like beating Texas A&M is going to be like written down in the history books. But I think like this one is more important to uh, to, Auburn to Auburn and like sure. Auburn success in the next like few years than it like may seem. Oh, that was one of the yeah. most fun games I've got to experience at Auburn. I've yeah. seen some good games there, but like that was that was up there definitely for sure. And I I gotta say too, so they were interviewing. So Cadillac had the team lock arms and walk out just like they used to do when he was playing there. Uh, and so he had them do that for this game. But they were interviewing Cadillac Williams as he was That's walking out on the team. But they didn't play it like through the speakers at the stadium. So I had like they had it on the screen. But they weren't telling us what he was saying, so I had to watch that clip after the game. But what was he saying? Uh, he was I just like, like, yeah, ready, he was like, yeah, let's go like do we're this. doing this for unity. Fun. This is yeah. what we used to do. All right, this is how Auburn football is played. This is Auburn family stuff we, like that. We didn't. Uh, we it would have been so hype if he had it. If they had played it, on the miles Yeah, how, but they didn't. How are you guys feeling rest of the year? So who do you guys play next? I don't know. We got Western, we got Western Kentucky. Kentucky. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna say win like. I'm just gonna I'm gonna guess. We'll when. see. I don't know. Well, what like if it was Western Kentucky last year with this Bailey Zappi, I would have been Bailey's very Zappy. worried. Uh, but they're not the same team at all anymore. Uh, so I'm gonna guess when. And then it's Alabama for bowl eligibility. 
at Alabama. So Alabama. and like I don't hey, know, like and we we already kind of we already kind of got your thoughts on yeah. that, but you're gonna get a big old speech from me for that weekend preview. I like it. I would love that. I'm, I'm love expecting some big things from us that week. I'm rooting for you guys, honestly. I would love to see uh, Auburn went out here and get to a, a bowl game. I'm, I genuinely am. I, I genuinely root for you guys. Yeah, I mean, it's look, it's, it's two more weeks, and I, I think there's no pressure. Just go have fun. Yeah, you know, there's exactly. there's a little bit of life that's been breathed back into this program, um, and then we should find out who our head coach is here in about three or four weeks. So, so it's, that's going to happen after a season, right? Yeah, I would assume so. Yeah. So here's a here's my question though for you. Uh, so. And I think a couple programs are going to run into this issue here soon. So do you think, let's say they don't want to make Cadillac Williams head coach next year. Do you think that he will stick around then after like he kind of gets a taste of it and then is told he's not going to be allowed to be head coach anymore? Do you think he wants to stick around? Because I think like Wisconsin is going to run into that issue too with like uh, Jim Leonard or uh, is that's Wisconsin's interim, right? I think so. I so yeah. yeah, I think it is. Uh, I, I, I get a lot of names confused. Uh, but either way, it's the same thing where like they might like, like they might not want him as head coach. Like, do you think he wants to? St- he's going to want to stick around? Absolutely. Because I, I know you said you wanted him to. So no, I, I think he, he. Yeah, you can give your thoughts, Joey. And well, I bet they're probably pretty similar. I think he would because he's Auburn through and through, man. Like he's a legend there. He and he knows the players now too. Like he's he's got that connection with them. Like, I feel like he stays for a couple of years. That's what I think he would do. I don't know. I I like to think that, too. I mean, money talks, obviously. Um, However, I think with with Cadillac, he he just got into the coaching game. I think he's only been doing this for two to three years. Like, he's never been a coordinator. He's never been even, you know, had a sniff at a head coaching job. So, I think where he might have, like you said, he might have got this taste – I hope he still kind of has, you know, enough like professional sense to be like, all right, I could actually do this, but let me, like, let me see if I can get a coordinator job. Let me see if I can build a resume, right? Build a resume. And if he does that, I would love for it to be at Auburn because you just see the impact that he has, not only on the kids, but just the program in general. I mean, we had a sellout game for a three and six game. Exactly. Auburn was um, electric this weekend. The whole town yeah. was buzzing the whole weekend. <laughs> and but there's and, I mean, it's, losing teams playing each other, right? Exactly. But it, I mean, it's it's well documented how awesome of a dude he is. Pretty much how he's been that way since he's been like 18 years old, all the way to now. I think he's you know 38, 39. Um, so yeah, it'd be it'd be nice to keep him around for a couple of years. But yeah, you're right, Graham. I mean, it's a coaching game. You know, somebody might pay him. Nick Saban might come in and be like, I'll give you a million dollars just to come be our yeah. assistant well, coach. I mean, like, I don't know. Like, That's I mean, how it goes, man. Yeah, I mean, like, I, I don't know if, like, Cadillac's resume of wins this year is, like, super impressive by any means. But, uh, uh, like, some people might, I don't know, some people might just be like, oh, yeah, we can maybe go get Cadillac Williams, too. I don't know. Uh, and, I, and I'm not an expert. I don't know what's all going on behind the scenes. So, But I just yeah. thought I'd get an opinion. Uh, I don't I mean, really have a, I don't really have an answer for that question. Yeah. Like, I, I wasn't really expecting it, like – any answer? I was just more curious. So, college football is a networking and like marketing game, and you've seen in two weeks of how well this dude knows how to play that game. I mean, it's been actually no matter if I was an Auburn fan or not. Like, if Cadillac, if this was going on in Iowa, and I was just watching everything that's going on, like, man, this guy gets it. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm not sure if he's ready to be a head coach, but like, he gets 
he gets the game. He gets the like social media aspect of it. He gets how to bring people in. Um, and I thought that's been pretty fascinating to watch the past couple of weeks. Yeah. I loved uh so Auburn Twitter and Instagram was going crazy. Tank Bix- Bigsby had a like a little breakout run, like a 30-something yard run. And there's a like a shot of Cadillac running right next to him along the sideline. That like, was pretty dope, yeah. Yeah, that, that was cool. So Auburn Twitter was going crazy over that one. You think if uh, if Cadillac full warm-up, cleats, shorts, t-shirt, uh, I'm gonna say dry dry fit t-shirt. Uh <laughs> what 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 time do you think he runs in the 40? Oh gosh. Man, he's 39. Dude. Those knees and ankles yeah. are pretty bad these days. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I'll go I'll go four five, four six. Really? Whoa. Okay. I was four, thinking seven? like four eight. <laughs> like four eight. That's still, that's that's moving. I was no, gonna give him moving. I was gonna say five two. But that's still moving. Yeah. That, that's really fast for a 39, four-year-old. Yes. Yeah. He looked good on the sidelines. Who doesn't actively train sprinting? So yeah, that's very uh, cool. I don't know, like four fives. Maybe he's in the fives for sure. Probably. Ridiculous. Hey, let's 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 move on from raw raw stories and let's talk about a really good football team. Grant, let's you talk got about the floor, yeah. Man. No, okay, let's all right. Talk I'll, about a good let's talk team. about uh, a football team here. All right, the <laughs> Iowa Hawkeyes, or is oh, now man. Zach is calling them the Fighting Grant Allens. Let's go. Uh, let's go. That's might right. Might be a. That that might be a little. Uh, I don't think there's a single soul on that team who knows who Grant Allen is, but that's okay. Uh, they have uh, this was awesome. This was a uh, uh, this was an awesome game. I will say to go to. Uh, this was also cold, Joey. This was really cold. Uh, you get about one, get a couple of these every year. Um, but no, this was awesome. This was uh, the ultimate. Seems uh, like a thing for the weekend. Just breezy. It's cold. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, this cold. was the uh, this was the ultimate uh, Kirk Ferentz game. Uh, we, we get one of these every year where you look at the stat sheet and then you look at the final score and you're like, how on earth did that happen? What What's going on here? So uh, Iowa had less uh, – this is going to sound like a negative and I'm going to turn it into positive, right? Uh, had less passing yards, uh, yards per play, uh, total offense, and uh, I think they had the exact same rushing yards or like they were within one yard of it. Uh, and they won this game by – two touchdowns <laughs> like it's so ridiculous like it's just like and this happens like all the time where it's like like here's Iowa scoring drives they were uh it was a block punt start inside the 20 touchdown punt returns uh a great punt return start inside the 30 touchdown uh pick six and then uh and then fumble start inside uh the 30 field goal so like it's all like kind of like weird like offense, but like that's just Iowa football. Like welcome to yeah. Iowa football. It was awesome, uh, and like any trophy game is awesome to win it too. And then especially like in the weekend, like Illinois, like right before this beat Purdue. So now like there's so by the way, there's a four way tie for the Big Ten West right now. That's hilarious. Uh, and like it, uh, and like I don't I don't care who is in the East or whatever. Like I like and everyone's just saying like oh it's just like a fight for like to get blown out. I don't care about that. Like it's still cool to like be in contention right now for like a division title. Like a lot of teams yeah. never make it to their conference championship again. Like I was a chance to do it two years in a row. I think that's really cool, uh, especially like when teams like for a, I, I like seeing a team continue to rally and like put together and like look and be getting better week to week when like everyone was dogging on them so much, even their own fans like for like a month ago, three weeks ago. Right. So like 
I, I think that that was really uh I think that's cool to see uh and like Tory Taylor uh yelled at the sidelines like you guys didn't uh uh you, you guys uh uh he he held someone along the lines like he was like you guys stopped believing in us like three weeks ago like where where were you then but uh that's funny um we yelled uh, uh yeah no he 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 played great uh they were they also they played we played jump around at the end of the game that was awesome uh carrying the trophy over that was really cool um and uh, and a funny story at the game so a fan uh someone uh uh was like giving a wisconsin fan a little like uh ah oh, what are you doing we're in wisconsin like in our stadium ah like you know like playful like kind of fun stuff uh going into the game and he like looks up at us or whatever and like he's sitting like a few seats over and he's like oh you guys are only scoring seven points this game or whatever like all cocky <laughs> and then as we hang up the like, 24 on him and i just look over and i'm like you idiot look how dumb you sound like that's the best is like one that's like uh, you just get to like kind of like run in like oh man look at how wrong you were dude that was fun <laughs> that's awesome but uh no and then here's the main thing with this game and then I'm I'm gonna like there's and then I'm done, I'm done I promise uh you can't Iowa fans have this weird issue right now where there's a lot of people who weeks ago and still do want Brian Ferentz fired and then those same people want to win out and win the West and go to the big 10 championship. You can't be, you can't want both of those things. Cause if you want Brian Ferentz to get fired, you need to hope that I will lose the rest of their games. You needed to, you should have been hoping that they lost Wisconsin. You should have hoped that they lost the Northwestern because if they go to back to back big 10 championship games, they're not going to fire anyone. Like, why would they, you know, like people were chanting fire Brian even still after the game. I was like, you can't be the same people celebrating this win and then also demanding the coach is fired. You can't, that can't be the same person. It's like, you kind of have to decide like what you want. Like you either got to, and I mentioned this last week, you got to either decide if you're the person who's going to like, just like root for uh, like trying to win the West still, or you're just going to be like, I like want to uh, have big change in Iowa's future. And I want them to start losing. Like you have to be you, you like, there's this weird, like, we want multiple things going on in the Iowa fan base. And I love all of Iowa's fans. But, like, I'm just saying that we, you can't have everything. Well, I, a question for you. Okay. And I, like, um, but you can get rid of it. Like, what if you brought in they, a better they, offensive coordinator? They wouldn't. Is what I, I, know, I know. I know they probably won't. Like, yeah, you can do you can do anything. But like you can do anything, but like, like most, Alabama can fire Nick think, Saban tomorrow. I don't think they will. Yeah, but they but they can fire Brian uh, about Bill O'Brien. Like, do you think they're not firing him because it's his son? I think they're not firing. I think him because they went they won ten games last year and went to the West, and then they have a chance to win the West again this year. But your offense is still not very good. Like imagine, I know, but I'm saying that's, like that's, this is how the AD views it, and this is how. Kirk views. Okay, so you're giving like factual information of how it's viewed. Got I'm, yeah, Instead I'm telling like you how source. the athletic department at Iowa evaluates. Okay, and like, that's fair. Okay, yeah, I this is like I'm just telling you that's how it is. Like the only okay. way Iowa was okay. going to fire gotcha. Brian Ferentz this year is if they went like six and six or like five and six. Okay, like them. Then that makes more sense. Like, yeah. like that. That's how I see it. And it was the same thing last year. Everyone hated Brian Ferentz, but it was like they are not going. The AD is not going to fire him when they won ten games and went to the okay. like, and and like Kirk uses that excuse all the time when like people are criticizing the offense or like when you look at last year and like when you look at this year it's like 
he would just say like, well, we won 10 games last year and we went to the big 10 championship and we went to the citrus bowl and all this stuff. He's like, we were number two. And it's like, yeah, I mean, that's all true. And like, usually that's like a great team, but like I was this weird situation where like, the offense is really struggling and like they play weird football, but like, uh, I don't think like, yeah. So like in summary, I just, I don't think that if like Iowa won the West, went to the big Ten championship, there will be no coaching changes. Okay. And I think that, and then friends are going to be frustrated. It's like, but you can't, can't have these two things, right? That's just not how they're going to do it. Uh, personally, and then like, how do I stand? I would just, you know what? At this point, like, let's just win. Let's just win. Let's just win. Why not? There you go. Uh, I don't know. I think they've done a pretty good job of that in the past month. I'm giving it to. Let's just win. uh, Like, why not? And I think they look better week to week. And I've seen, like, Brian Ferentz was the coach for uh, a couple years before last year too, and the offense was doing had had done like solid job. Like I like Iowa's offense has never been like I don't know it's never been a Lincoln Riley offense it's never been a Lane Kiffin offense, but like in like like he started coaching in 2017 like 2017 through 2020 like the offense wasn't amazing but it was like it was all right I mean like we scored like like there was a lot of games where we like like typical like Iowa just has to score like 20 plus points and they'll win like and like it wasn't as a concern there was no like there was never a, t- a situation where like people booed the quarterback as he was coming out of the stadium. Like people complained on Twitter. People complain a lot. Uh, like could people, there was a time where people were begging, begging Nate Stanley to be pulled to put Spencer Peterson. People were begging for Spencer to go in. Um, so I don't know. And then those same people now want him pulled out. So it's, it's kind of a, a whole thing, but yeah, uh, this isn't a, this doesn't need to be an Iowa football podcast, but uh in summary, I just think uh, hey, pick your side. It's all I'm gonna say. Iowa football. Uh, hey, no, y'all, I mean, hey, let's let's just win. You've had let's a really good out. month. You've had let's a really good out. month. Yeah, win out. And I think it's doable. Uh, and I think it would be hilarious. So, so who do you got coming up? This coming up week, we're going to Minnesota. Okay, right. trophy game. Uh, I don't know. Okay. Minnesota really doesn't. Isn't like every this. Big Ten game a trophy game? No. Okay, just double check. It's yeah. There's it's. Uh, Wisconsin, Nebraska, Iowa State, and Minnesota. Gotcha. So, uh, yeah, it's still a fun weekend. Uh, I don't know. I'm. Uh, I think it'll be a very interesting game. Is all I'm gonna say. It's about my summary. Let's read some scores. Do you guys want to read scores? Let's do it. It was rhetorical. Yeah. I was gonna read them anyway. So, uh, no, let's pass. Yeah. <laughs> all right. First one we're gonna start out with. Let me pull it up. Here we go. First one. Saturday, we lost Syracuse 3, FSU 38. Big thanks to the fans for the support. I'm not pleased with my performance or the outcome of the game. Offense struggled again. 14 carries for 52 yards. Too many good runs called back for penalties slash negative plays. I'm back in the grind. Hashtag pleased. Sean Tucker. Thank you, Sean Tucker. Thank you, Sean. Yeah, the wheels have kind of yeah, come off Syracuse. Yeah, you know, our darling in the first half of the year, it's uh, it's not going good lately. Yeah, it's not good. Uh, uh, all right, let's just do notables. Ohio State 56, Indiana 14. Uh, they got that 40 for you, Zach. That's pretty cool. They got the uh, 40 for me, yep. Yeah, uh, Missouri, right. Missouri 24, Tennessee 66. Uh, Tennessee, uh, looked like they, they were keeping Missouri in the game for a little bit, and then you looked up all of a sudden and they won by 40. So, <laughs> yes, uh, <laughs> that's <laughs> that was crazy. Uh, Notre Dame 35, Navy 32. Uh, crazy. Uh, shout out, uh, lacrosse 
uh, what generation like freak talent Xavier Arline, by the way. Uh, he's uh, he was the top five recruit for lacrosse, and then now he plays. He's a starting quarterback so, for them too. Yeah, yeah he is a yeah. Notre Dame was a huge. He's insane. Oh. Yeah, no, I mean they. Uh, I thought they, it looked like blah, and the Navy just kept scoring, and they yeah. just Notre Dame. I don't think they had some weird thing on offense where I think they only had like seventeen yards in the second half or something like that. Yeah, it, yeah, that one got uh, a whole lot closer than it should have been. Yeah. Uh, Purdue thirty-one, Illinois twenty-four. Uh, Illinois, what's what's going on? Uh, Illinois just wanted wants to make the West interesting. They just <laughs> they they just want to make it. Really uh, no, that was uh yeah, way to bounce back, Purdue. Uh, I was rooting for them. So uh, Vanderbilt twenty-four, Kentucky twenty-one. That's embarrassing. Ooh, that was uh, bad I wanna I wanna <laughs> talk to Mel Kiper and think and see how he still evaluates well, him putting Will Levis as the number one overall pick in the draft. I think I saw it at five this week, and even at, at five, you're sitting there going, "Man, that just feels." I still think so that's high. Right. I so still high. think that that's a lot. Uh, I don't know, and like I'm not a I'm not a guru. Maybe there's something in them I just don't see. Uh, West Virginia twenty three, Oklahoma twenty. Uh, Oklahoma's five and five right now. Oklahoma's not <laughs> good. That was very simply. Well, I they still got to win one more game to get to a bowl game. Who do, who they got coming up? Hold on, uh, this is pause. Oklahoma State. Well, yeah, they have Oklahoma State, but that's the, the last game. This week? And Texas Tech. Those are two. Those are not guarantees. That That's going to be really interesting. Uh, so, uh, interest for Oklahoma. Uh, UConn, 36, goes and beats Liberty, 33. <laughs> UConn's go bowl UConn. eligible. UConn is bowl eligible. Uh, yeah, they way to turn around UConn. They're, Jim Mora is back. What a story that is for uh, UConn. Uh, Pitt 37, Virginia 7. I'm just bringing this up because Brandon Armstrong threw two pick sixes to start the game. So, so uh, first two passes, two, literally the first two passes. Yeah, no, yeah it was uh, it's very funny. Uh, what else do we got on here? Michigan 34, Nebraska 3. Uh, so other stat, uh, so Iowa had the same amount of offensive yards as Nebraska. One, Nebraska lost by 31, Iowa won by 14. <laughs> So uh, there's that. Uh, Clemson, uh, 31, Louisville, 16. Good bounce back win. Boston Boston College. Oh, yeah, I saw this one. Uh, NC State. Boston College, 21, NC State, 20. Boston College was kind of a disappointing team. A lot of people had them contending for the ACC. Uh, I don't. I didn't know too much about them coming in, but uh, they were a little disappointing this year, so big for them. Uh, UCF, 38, Tulane, 31. Have I gotten any of our Game of the Weeks right? I'm just going to throw that out there. I don't think I've gotten a single one right yet. Uh <laughs> That's okay though. Uh, and the Gus Bus told you just Gus Bus gets rolling. Yeah, <laughs> thank you, Coach. I didn't realize that, Grant. <laughs> I don't think I've gotten any of them right. Uh, yeah. Marshall twenty-eight, App State twenty-one. The herd. I just like talking about them. That's why I'm bringing them up. Uh, let's go. Florida thirty-eight, South Carolina six. South Carolina is just so hot or cold. I can't figure them out. Oh, it's brutal. Yeah. Same with same with Florida. Uh, Kansas State 31, Baylor 3. Baylor is just a, a heap of trouble. It's just it's just not good. Uh, Deuce Vaughn, uh, still very cool. Uh, what else do we got here? North Carolina 36, Wake Forest 34. We're going to have to – guys, we might be forced to talk about North Carolina football. We might have to. We'll we give them one more week. To, we might we'll be forced to week. talk about North Carolina football. Let's give them one more week. What's looking like? Uh, what do we got? Oh, they Arizona. soon, right? Yeah, it's probably next week or the week after that. Actually, it has to be. Those are the only weeks left. Yeah, wait a second. So. <laughs> I think that Clemson is going to ask. Yeah, they have uh, Georgia Tech, NC State, then Clemson. Okay. Arizona, 34. UCLA, 28. UCLA, done. 
out of the uh, out of the playoff contention, right. which is sad because I kind of like yeah, Dorian Thompson Robinson. I just want to see more of him. I want to see him in the. Uh, I want to see him scheduled in games that aren't uh, at, ending at two a.m. My time, I, so I, I hate it. I, I, it's been a fun team to watch, and you know, this is when I woke up to Sunday morning. Just been like, how did you lose this football game? Yeah, no, that's tough. Did I miss any uh, big ones? Drop a game-winning touchdown in the end zone. Is that I good? didn't see any of the highlights. I mean, like Grant said, even on my time, it's it's it's, it's late. I mean, Joe, you you, I think you might have been the only person that was awake during this time. Oh, I was most definitely awake, but I was I was not watching the football game. Okay, yeah, I don't have a. Is there any other big ones I missed? Uh, I think we're good. I think we're good too. Yeah. Very top heavy, very good games. Uh, yeah, football is great. What's a, what's really appreciate these last two weeks, guys? Yes, Maryland didn't score really... a point. That happened. What happened? Maryland didn't score a point. Maryland didn't show. score? No. Who did they play? Penn State? Penn State. Wow. All right. Let's talk NFL. We're going to talk about today's mm-hmm. games. Uh, actually, no, we're not. We're going to talk about Thursday Night Football instead. So these, these games are weird. So we got Panthers beat the Falcons. So the Panthers just played the Falcons. This was like – this was within two weeks. And I, I feel like anytime this happens, it's – uh, like the chances of the, it splitting is increasingly high, especially like when it goes home and home. Like when you just play a team and like, especially when it's that close, like I feel like it's inevitable that it splits. But I think like if the Falcons play the Panthers four weeks from now, like they they could have probably could have beat them again. Yeah, I, I, to be honest with you, I, is, I, I didn't even remember who was playing. <laughs> and I looked up at the TV and I thought it was a replay. Like I like had to process my mind that this was like live because, you know, the game from two weeks ago was so good and the way it ended. Um, yeah. I just looked up and was like, Oh, I, I watched this game and realized that like <laughs> this was live TV. I mean, what, what a mere, you know, not even 14 days ago. This is less than two weeks. Wasn't it? Yeah. No, they played yeah. that awesome game. Uh, yeah. They were the, uh, all the mishaps, the missed field goals, the missed uh, uh extra points, and and then yeah, to take the helmet off to get you know yeah no this was really funny too because it was just pouring rain the whole time. I love uh, like yes. a, I would hate to attend this game, but it's one that like when I'm watching on TV, it was just so Thursday night football. It was just uh it it was just uh, really funny to watch uh and I feel like too you think like Jeff Bezos at all is like kind of upset about how the Thursday night games are going this year. And that's you a really good a, question. You think there's a part of them that's like, I, why didn't I buy Monday Night Football? <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, or he will next I, mean, I would be doing this anymore. Like he's like, uh, he's like, we have like, like grizzly injuries. We have <laughs> bad games. Just total duds. I don't know. It's kind of uh, interesting. And like this game, uh, also for that division, guys, I think the, I know the Buccaneers are not great, but I think they're going to win that division. They're, they're going to win. Playoffs. No, they're going to win the division. <laughs> <laughs> I think, I think they're going to win. Like, uh, and I don't want to, I think we do this a lot where like, we'll talk about, it's like, this is the Panthers Falcons game, but we're making it about the Buccaneers because like it, <laughs> a lot of times that's what these games do is like, they mean yeah. more to other teams. Uh, especially in the NFL, where it's like you're do- like it's not a committee picking stuff; it's like literally the numbers. So, um, Grant, uh, I'm going to answer Jeff Bezos' question. I think he likes the bad games, so then people blame it on Amazon Prime, but then people start talking about Amazon Prime. It's just marketing. Okay. Does he? Yeah. 
do they need marketing for Amazon Prime? No. <laughs> okay. They got yeah, us talking about it. Yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, that's true. We are talking about Amazon Prime. So that's that's totally fair. Uh, I'm not, do you guys think who do you guys think should be playing a quarterback for the Panthers right now? Do you think it should be PJ Walker? Or do you think it should be Baker? Ooh, PJ Walker. Why not? I'm just saying that because I just don't like Baker Mayfield. That's it fair. Have anything, it doesn't have anything to <laughs> do right. with you know you know stats or who's going to win the game. Just PJ Walker. You know. That's fair. No, that's fair for Joy. Uh, I'll take Baker just to be. Just go Zach. Uh, yeah, just absolutely like no backup to that. But this is some why, great, not? why not Baker? This is some great QB analysis we're doing. Uh, yeah, these two guys. Yeah, I don't know. Who, I'm gonna go. Uh, I'm gonna go Sam Darnold. So uh, that's oh. my answer. That's my answer. Oh, yeah, you didn't get that option. I like that. I'm just thinking with PJ Walker. I don't know. I feel like PJ Walker is probably the right choice, right? I feel like I feel like he's the right yeah. choice. Are yeah. they playing? Are they paying? They're paying Baker more. So like maybe you should just be playing paying him because everyone's gonna do the same thing. So right, yeah. I don't I don't know how that works, lose. but uh, yeah, we got let's move on to today's games though. Uh, that, that um that happened that Thursday night football was a little bit ago now. Uh, probably game of the day. Actually, no, I'm just gonna say game, game of the, of the day. year, man. Yeah, that's already game of the year. Yeah, it would do. This game was phenomenal. Is it game of a uh, game of the month. Game of the month. Let's go oh, with that. Yeah. Let's go with uh, game yeah, of the man. month. We still got rivalry. We got Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving coming up. Yeah. Game, game of October. Game of the podcast. Of, game of the podcast. Episode sixteen. Okay. Yeah. Game of game. Yeah. Game of today. Uh, Vikings. <laughs> Vikings beat the Bills in one of the like silliest, most ridiculous games I've ever seen. So I'm gonna I'm gonna do a little story. I'm gonna do a little story. Uh, so uh, I was at the uh, Bears game. During this, I was in Chicago. I was at Soldier Field. Uh, and anyway, we're going to talk a little bit about Soldier Field here in a sec. But uh, part of my group that I was with, uh, one of them uh, is a Lions fan. Uh, not a Lions fan, sorry. That's also true. But one of them is a Vikings fan. And it was so funny because, like, the, the Vikings, like, they're, this year they're, they're a good team. They're, they're, they have a great record. They're very well, but they're going to be in the oh, playoffs. We calling them imposters last week. Great team, yeah. We're gonna we're, we're gonna talk about the we'll we'll talk about who the Vikings really are here in a sec, but this, okay. that's not important to the story. Okay. So he's very excited, obviously, and uh, it was so funny because like all this game, like we're all watching Bears Lions because it's like it's a very good game. Uh, it's like obviously like we paid money to see this game in person. So we're all talking about, it. and like I love this guy, but like he just it was so funny because like he wouldn't stop talking about the Vikings game going on at the same time and he had it on his phone he's like guys look at the vikings they score or whatever like oh this is, this is happening and so he gave us all these updates and like it, it was just so funny that it's like dude like we're literally at a game right now like like i love i love shout out uh shout out evan uh yeah I don't think, he does not listen to this podcast but it was very funny uh to hear that stuff and then like eventually like uh the game at like the bears game and like we, we were able to see like the uh last uh moments of chaos of this game but uh this one really was interesting because like i would, i kept looking at the scores and like it looked like the Bills were just gonna kind of run away with it, uh, and like I don't know if you guys were actually like I, I obviously I was watching part of this through Gamecast up until like the last like I'd say like six minutes of the game, uh, but it it like was there ever like did it, like if you guys watch it did it feel like to you guys that the Bills were like had total control of the game ever? Absolutely, absolutely. I mean, I, I watched pretty much all of this game. There was never. Like they just, the Bills just kept the gas pedal down. Um, you know the the 
the 81-yard run for the Vikings, I was like, okay, this could be interesting. But I, I want to say the Bills came right back down and scored. Um, I, there's, there's, I don't know, the Vikings, something about that last five, six minutes. And then just the last two minutes of that game were just absolutely chaos. But, yeah, I thought the Bills had absolute control. I mean, I'm shocked the Vikings came back and won this game by watching, like, watching pretty much this whole game. I, I, I'm stunned. Um, if it if it wasn't if if Kirk Cousins wasn't the quarterback of this team, would you be asked on? <laughs> no, I don't think so. I mean, look at the end of the day, they're still, what they're if, now. If Aaron if Aaron Rodgers was the quarterback of the Vikings, would you say that? No, no, no absolutely. No. <laughs> I, what, what I was stunned about was that Josh Allen threw, you know, he threw the red zone interception to end the game, but he also threw one in the middle of the fourth quarter that literally would have put I think would have put him up seventeen. Um, with like six or seven minutes left. Um, so yeah, they were absolutely in control. Yeah, I thought um, he was not supposed to play this game. What he did? He, he got sure listed last night. He got listed as just active, but it's, um, so it was funny what they were doing. So he he just got listed as active for the game, but they didn't announce who the starter was, and the line immediately jumped up three points yep. as soon as he got listed as active. <laughs> so, uh, which like it didn't end up mattering because the Vikings end up winning outright anyway, but. Uh, that there was potentially a very funny moment there when they were up like four, uh, there. So that was uh that would have been really interesting. But let's kind of break down. So everyone's gonna remember though. We were talking about the the big chunk of the game. There. Everyone's gonna remember the last little sequence there. So, uh, let's kind of break it down. So Bills are up twenty seven twenty three. Vikings get the ball and they're kind of driving down to end the game. They got like forty seconds left. Justin Jefferson catches a ball that I thought he rolled into the end zone down at the one. The Vikings go four downs, don't convert. Seems like game's over. Flag. They get a replay, score, and then they go uh, up three. Josh Allen. No, goes. they didn't. No, no, whoa, whoa, whoa. They did whoa, not whoa. score. Uh, uh-uh. they got stopped on. They got stopped on. Well, they got stopped on fourth and one. They got stopped. And you didn't see how they scored. The end zone. What do you mean? They? Oh wait, no, no. They I'm, got sorry. Stopped I'm sorry. On, I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm wrong. I'm wrong. I'm okay. Wrong. I'm wrong. So they get stopped on fourth and one. You are 100 right about this. <laughs> you are 100 right about this. I was like, how are you going to tell me they didn't score a touchdown? They did score a touchdown. They did. They did. They did. Right. Not on so offense. In one of the, I can't believe I, I ever even almost forgot about this. So yeah. in one of, it, where do we rank this in terms of one of the most ridiculous plays I've ever seen in my entire life? Uh, so they got it on the one and they run a QB sneak. The Bills do. Uh, just to try and get out, and it's a fumble, and the Vikings are covering the end zone for a touchdown. <laughs> so Three, six, they seemed so dead, and three, then all of a sudden the Bills give them life. Seven seven. So then the Bills go up three now. Okay, now I'm now I'm doing it right. Uh, the, which I thank you for Vikings. saying that because that, that I, the fact that I, I would have missed uh, almost I almost just skipped over that part. Uh, <laughs> that would have been ridiculous. Uh, so yeah, uh, then the Bills go down. Crazy drive, uh, end up getting uh, tying the game. Overtime, Vikings go down, score, uh, kick, kick a field goal, and end up winning in overtime. One of the craziest endings. Where do you guys rank the um, the fumble on your own one yard line as like total mistakes in football that you've ever seen? That's about as wild as it got. Yeah, man. Like I feel I like think, I, you know, let's pull up the uh, the ESPN like percent chance of winning graphic uh, because like it had it just been like it went from like ninety nine point eight to uh, all of a sudden like yeah. zero in like ten seconds. 
I, I well, just that, up. like, just that that Vikings drive too. I mean, like, you know, uh, Justin Jefferson getting stopped literally on like the six inch line, and then they get in the offsides. Yeah, and then like it was a Kirk Cousins not get it was it was nuts. And then literally the first play out, all he's trying to do is like sneak forward and they botch the snap. Um, yeah, I mean it was a wild game. Yeah, Absolutely, so- I mean it was an awesome game. Buffalo went from a seventy five percent chance. Then to a – they must have timeouts and enough time left uh, to potentially get the ball. They went from a 75% chance to one play later, the Vikings were a 93% chance yeah. to win. And then obviously went up and down as the uh, the game went I'm on. seeing with uh, two minutes left, uh, a 92% chance with the Bills. For the Bills well, that was before that drive. Yeah, that was before then. Yeah. On, by the way, on that drive, uh, Either way, you're Jefferson right, had an still, absolutely insane catch. Yeah, no, that was – that was up there with the Odell catch. Yeah, sure. no, I mean, this game was awesome. No, this was a great game. So you mentioned it earlier. Uh, so uh, I did call them frauds last week. And I think, again, like this was, like I said, TCU. I think that that was totally fair up until this game. Like, I think that, like, the when you look at the Vikings schedule, like, I mean, up until this game, obviously, they played uh, dysfunctional Packers, lost to Eagles, Lions, Saints, Bears, Dolphins with a backup quarterback, Cardinals, Commanders. So like those are not like they have like basically like one goodish win on that resume. But then like this was the prove it game for the Vikings, and they proved it, yeah. and they beat. It doesn't matter if the Bills like if Josh Allen was uh like UCL or whatever. Like the Bills went out there with their best squad, and they yeah. lost at home too. At home. Like I think that like like now like the Vikings are like I think they are a res- should be a respected team now going forward. Unless they like lose like four games in a row, I was about to say. Here's the best part about the NFL: you still got to win. Like as good as their record yeah. is right now, they you still yes. have to win football games. Well, the the North, I think they're only like uh, the rest. They they have a, I think they have a good lead on the North right now, but the rest of the NFC North is like only one game. How many Rough. how many games behind is uh, Green Bay? So another um, Packers went to what four and six today. Yeah, well, yeah. So the best, the second best team in the NFC NFC North right now is four and six with Green Bay. Uh, but no, so I think yeah. So this was definitely this was a huge game for the uh, Vikings for sure. Uh, what do you do? You guys have any other? Do, what do you guys think of the Vikings? Do you guys have a different opinion? Nah, I mean they're, they're winning football games, and then I mean like like we talked about, there's committee in college football, and it's it's a math problem in the NFL, and the math problem for the yeah. Vikings is they continue to win games. So I remember on this show, the first ever episode that we recorded, Zach, you said uh, after the uh, I don't remember who the Vikings beat. Uh, when we recorded, but we were talking about the Vikings and you said you need to slot up at least like three losses on the year because any game that Kirk Cousins plays at night, uh, they, they will lose. Can you put this success to that? They haven't played a primetime game yet. <laughs> yes. And well, the, one, the one they did, I think they lost. I think it was the Eagles game. Oh, shoot. That was a Monday night. Yeah. You're, you're a Monday night right. Game. Oh, yeah. yeah. It was because it was the double Monday night game. Yep. It, was told, it was tucked in. Yeah, no, you're 100 percent right about that. Uh, so that's uh, when do what's the do they have a are they going to get they play the Patriots a, on they, Thanksgiving? I think. Oh yeah, it's at seven. Ooh, oh, no. yeah. And then if they had their they haven't had their Thursday night game either. Have they? Uh, oh, there's two losses. You know, look I, at that. Well, I mean that's that's a Thursday night game, Thanksgiving. Oh. Oh yeah, I don't think that counts, does it? I mean, it's it's a I Thursday mean, and it's a night game. 
That's their only. Okay. That's their only Thursday. That's their only Thursday game this year. So is it okay? Yeah. I, 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 for some reason, I didn't think that the Thanksgiving game counted. Yeah, yeah. so only Moving one wrong, game left too, unless they're two to be determined. All right. Yeah. Night. So I don't know. Hey, let's congratulate the Vikings on hosting a playoff. Let's do it. Let's Absolutely. congratulate the Vikings let's on do it. Hosting, it hosting a playoff game right. this year. Congrats, Vikings. I don't know. I think it's cool. I like seeing uh, a new team kind of run the uh, lead the NFC North. I feel like it's always the Packers. Yeah. Or uh, yeah. at, at least like, or it's like Aaron Rodgers is out for the season. So uh, I think that uh, I like seeing that. I think that's really cool. Um, I don't know. It's weird to put like Kirk Cousins deep playoff run, maybe. <laughs> Can we say that? Let Kirk. I'm going to. Okay. I'm gonna, I don't know. I'm going to say maybe on it, actually. That's what my stance is going to be. You're going to uh, go with maybe. Yeah. Joey, what do you think of the Vikings? I feel like you're a Vikings yeah. believer. Yeah, no, I like I like the Vikings. I I think I said on this podcast in one of our earlier episodes that I thought that they would win the NFC North. I think that's... Uh, that's this was when Green Bay was not a total train wreck already. So they, I feel like they were a train wreck in, like, July. So... <laughs> I, I don't know. Like, I feel well, like this it, was when expectations were still high, <laughs> I'd say. Okay. So, like, no, I, I don't think, think I, I think it was maybe a little bit out there that I thought they no, were going to no, do. I, I, well. I Joey, I, I think that was a great take to take of yours if that's the take you had. Uh, I think if you made that yeah. take any time between weeks one through four, that was great. Uh, a great take of yours. Because, uh, like, the, I think that's what I said. Was yeah. Because, like, the, the Packers beat like the Bucks in the first few weeks, too. And I thought they were still going to be really good. But, uh, and yeah. we're going to talk about the Packers in a second. But uh, one thing I think we sh- should talk about, though, is what do you think? Uh, Bills, we kind of crowned them as, like, the Super Bowl champs, like, really early this year, like, multiple times. And, like, now they, yeah. they have a couple, like, tough losses on their uh, schedule did. now. Like, uh, and, like losing to the, well, the Jets be- and the Vikings Like, now. they weren't, weren't uh, beatable kind of when the season started. I, literally, I, wrote, I wrote a blog that was just titled, How Will Anyone Beat the Bills? Yeah, exactly. And they've like, lost they looked games. like such a juggernaut, but yeah, now like they lost to the Jets and now to the Vikings, so they're oh, yeah. definitely beatable. I hope that I, it's a good thing. I don't think Freezing Cold takes notes who I am because that would be that would be all he would be all over me right now for that one. The Bills, the Bills will still be fine. Bills, will still be fine. yeah, they're definitely, yeah. but they're not They'll like clear Super Bowl champs now, are they? No, <laughs> like they're beatable. I wonder what they are odds wise. If they didn't beat the, if they didn't have that win over the Chiefs, I feel like the the odds would be really different. Yeah, I I mean they're they're still like they're battling the injuries. They're trying to stay healthy. I, if they get healthy, they're still the best team. And I, I, it, all, all that matters is you're playing good football come December and January. So Grant, looking right now, if you're dethroning the Bills as your Super Bowl champs, who are you putting? Who are you replacing them with? I don't know if I'm necessarily dethroning them. Okay. Uh, I think it's good. Like I, I, I think it's the same as like um, Gonzaga every year. If like they have one loss or no losses going into the tournament, I feel like you need to lose. Like get the losses out, get the mistakes out during the season. So like I almost like them Absolutely. more if they go in. I almost like them more if they go in with like I don't know, like. 13 and four or something like that or like i don't know like like they're probably gonna lose again sometime this season but like if they go in with like i don't know five losses uh or something like that as opposed to like no losses so that's where like i'd be really concerned if i was like the eagles uh you know like no losses or one loss uh so i don't know i i do think that i don't know i feel like gosh i have no idea who to say you gotta think about this josh allen 
an injury too. Because UCLs are nothing to scoff at if you're throwing a ball. This is like a this is like a baseball injury. This is what it is. Pitchers it, is get. it is a baseball injury. Yeah. This is what pitchers <laughs> get. Like it I've had elbow pain before and it does not feel good. You don't want to be out there no, throwing sure. stuff around with this elbow yeah. pain. So yeah, I don't know. If I had to pick a Super Bowl champion right now, I have no idea who I would pick. I feel like Perhaps. I don't know. Uh, uh, not after today, unfortunately. No. Uh, still stick with the Bills. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like I feel the Bills could. It. I feel like maybe like a sneaky, um, maybe like a sneak. I gosh, we we keep hyping up the Ravens so much on this show that like yeah. I kind of I kind of want to believe it, but I have no idea who I would pick right now. And I like I want to put the I like that right now. Yes, I think that's dolphins. that's totally believable. They dominated today. Uh, I think with two other different teams. So I don't know. We got to talk about other games though. Uh, this yeah, we can't let's let this pot. This could be a four-hour podcast, but I'm not. We can't <laughs> let that happen. Uh, let's talk Lions Bears and NFC North battle. We're just we're just all about the NFC North today. I was at this game. Mentioned it earlier. Uh, so I'm gonna I'm gonna say a couple things first, and I'm gonna let you guys go crazy. Uh, number one, uh, this is the first time I've ever been to uh, Soldier Field, let alone Chicago. Uh, I thought Chicago was very beautiful, uh, great skyline, uh, a little uh, aggressive drivers. I didn't expect that out of Chicago, but I, I that is what I received. Uh, other things, uh, Soldier Field. So I thought because everyone is so excited about Arlington Heights and uh, getting that new stadium, I was kind of expecting Soldier Field to be like kind of like like not a great stadium, but I was really impressed. Like I, I thought it was awesome. Like I think that it was like like it's like it's. Apparently, it's smaller for an NFL stadium. I didn't go around and count every seat. I have no idea how big it is relative to other NFL stadiums. But, like, I thought, like, I mean, like, I I think it's, like, I, like it. I feel like it's, like, there's not a ton of, like, bad seats in Soldier Field. And, like, uh, I was really impressed. Like, it, yeah, like especially when you, you were in that lower area, like, it was getting loud for sure. Uh, uh, and it's kind of funny, too. Like, when you go to proportionately so much more college football games, it is, like, it's the same environment, but in many ways, it's also very different than an NFL game. Uh, like it, it was just like you know, like everyone's a lot of people are sitting down for most of the game. There's like a lot less like there's no band or whatever going on. Like it's it is a different environment. Um, and then my last thing is that the the the, bear, the bears love the like soundboard. They'll they'll like rip off all these like weird sounds in the stadium. Okay. Like like like, and when I say that, I mean like they'll like get a first down. This this happened. They would get a first down, and then you just hear over the loudspeaker like "very nice," like <laughs> <laughs> a little Bora shout out, or like or like the like air horn or whatever, like beep, beep, beep. <laughs> like it's oh. like like really. I was like like I remember I looked at my butt. I was like, dude, they love the soundboard here, and I like it's I like kind of it kind of grew on me a little bit. Like no, seriously. So uh, it like was kind of 2013. Uh, I noticed that. And like, maybe they do that in every NFL stadium and I just don't know. And like, maybe I sound really dumb right now, but I, I definitely picked up on that at the bears game, but let's oh, talk about yeah. the actual, let's talk about the actual game. Shall we? Uh, yeah. So this one was very funny. I will say this was typical. This was the most bears way to boost the alliance. Is that fair? I think, yeah, let's go with yeah. that. That's a good, good let's go with that. Okay. Good call. Uh, so for those that uh, are just now hearing about this, so uh, the, Bears went up two scores, uh, and then the Lions uh, touchdown drive, pick six, tied it up. And then Justin Fields rips off an awesome like seventy yard touchdown right, run. Right. Yeah. Like it, it was, it was one of the most in one of the most uh, crazy like QB scramble runs I've seen in a long time. Just for them to go down and miss the extra point, 
And you could feel in the stadium just all the Bears fans. Like, they knew. Like, every single Bears fan that knew too, in that stadium, like, oh, no. Like, this is good. This is bad. Like, the, this is going to be how we lose, isn't it? And, like, uh, obviously, and then the Lions go down, and they win by one because they kicked an extra point in, and it was good. But, uh, I don't know. Did, did you guys watch the game? Do you have other analysis on this game? I saw a lot of the highlights. So pretty much everything you said is what I knew about this game. Uh, I mean, that, that the touchdown run was fantastic. But you're right. I mean, it's oh, – it's – yeah, even as a non-fan, when you the, you see such a great play and then you miss extra point, you're just like, yeah, you, they, come on, they, like you cannot do that. You cannot do that. Yeah. So, uh, me and Joey, uh, we have a uh, a little. I can we should we just? Uh, I feel like the most like easy for everyone to understand term is like uh like mentor almost from high school. Uh, uh it's our uh, AP econ teacher from high school. Um, his name's Kurt Gutschick. Uh, great guy. Uh, it's Doctor Gutschick now, actually. Uh, should get, give him his proper title. Uh, he um, it was, was texting us. Uh, I texted him during the game. I was like, "Hey, first Bears game, Bears game. What should I expect?" And then he, he just responds with disappointment. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and then the, he uh, I, I didn't I didn't really text him much during the game or anything. And then the, he just responds with after his first text is two fifty eight. This is moments after the game ended. He just texts us. He says, "I did tell you to expect disappointment." <laughs> so <laughs> I was like, so- "Oh boy." Uh, uh. So shout out, Mister Gutchick. He should come on the show. He's a hilarious dude and a we'll big fan of sports. So he's he's awesome. Uh, but so that that was just kind of a funny little tidbit. Uh, uh other things uh, I do kind of want to point about this game. Uh, and I think I've said this on this podcast before. Uh, in a joking sense and an also serious sense, do you think if the Bears just ran triple option with Justin Fields? And they just eliminated like throwing Aaron passes, and because like Justin does have these moments where it's like questionable passes, and they they just get rid of them, just get rid of it. <laughs> Do you think they potentially are better? That'd be fun to watch. I'm not gonna lie to you. Yeah. I don't know how. Like I don't know what the result <laughs> would be, but it'd be fun to watch. I don't know. I've never like I don't I don't know the last time a team ran triple option in the NFL. Like they might have oh, been. Gosh. Like, I don't I don't know where was sliced bread invented at this point, <laughs> yeah, but uh, I'm not, I'm not sure, but. <laughs> Uh, uh, it would be interesting to see what which president was uh in, in office during then. Uh, <laughs> but like it it does come to my mind because I was like, I mean, Justin only like he he wasn't like what, what's like Joe? Do you have like a box score for this game? I know you're a big yep. box score guy. Like how many how many what's his like completions in this game? Uh, he was twelve for twenty. Okay, and how many yards? He had a couple big plays. He had one hundred sixty-seven yards passing and one hundred forty-seven rushing. Yeah, like he was uh, so. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's just like it's a dumb thought, but like, and like, there's a lot of people that are like, "How does this? How did, who let this person have a sports podcast?" Uh, who, <laughs> so uh, it would be fun. To I don't. I, I sit there, there when I sit and watch the Bears. I'm just like triple option. Do it triple option. Like because like also candidate. like a lot of people like his criticism is like throwing and stuff, but like his like and like you know like that pick six probably cost him the game a little bit. I mean. Yeah. Like if you're just running, like I don't know, maybe like it's a dumb argument, but it's like it's an argument I'm willing to have. Just like most like Americans, that. they're dumb, but they hate. That's what I'm here. I'm here for. I'm here for. I'm here to give the opinions no one else wants to give. Maybe because they're pro- probably because they're the wrong ones, but uh, that's my job. I don't know. Joey, what do you think? Are you what do you think about Justin Fields? I feel like he does have these dumb mistakes, but are they progressively? slowing down like i feel like there's not as many 
I that was really I thought funny. I was thinking that, and then moments afterwards, he threw a pick six. He threw a pick six. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was, I, was that. I was like, hey, Justin doesn't really make any big mistakes this game, and then yeah, also, he but has like, a lot of that's uh, like one or two this game, right? But it feels like almost I mean, every drive when you when you watch him, there's a lot of plays where it's like, hey! <laughs> you know, like it's like, oh, that was close. Okay. I don't I don't that's know fair. where. I don't know who he was throwing to that one. That one was wild. Um, okay. But I don't, I'm rooting for Justin Fields. I'm a, I like Justin Fields. I'm a yeah. Justin Fields truther. Uh, but, um, yeah. And also, we do have to shout out the lines a little bit. Uh, like, this is a game that they've lost 100 times, and they actually won one. So, uh, it steps forward for uh, for Dan Campbell and the Lions. And uh, shout out Jared Goff. So There you go. So let's cap off. I mean, Grant, just give us the, the kind of overall one through ten or, or you know, satisfactory, unsatisfactory. How was your trip? I mean, I was like barely in Chicago. So I like okay, you I, I, it, my review is need to go back and see it more. Gotcha. Okay. I, I can review but, soldier. I can review soldier field. I don't think I can review Chicago. Gotcha. Okay. So great sport event. Yeah, like I, so I, I stayed, I stayed in the suburbs, drove to the game and then drove back. Gotcha. So I, I don't think How far I can, of a drive is that. Uh, it was like an hour from the suburbs, which we made oh, it longer. No, 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 get, from, so I'm sorry, this. from Chicago back to Iowa. Three hours. Gotcha. Yeah. So I, I uh, uh, so just for uh, uh, this is a funny story for everyone, it took us um, for a couple different reasons. Uh, it took us like two hours to get out of the stadium because we, we, we were so lost. Uh, for <laughs> And like, there's a couple, um, I don't want to like, uh, throw anything out there. There are a couple uh, brain inhibitors uh, going around. Uh, you could probably guess what that is at a football game, but uh, I, don't, I don't, like I said, not going to uh, throw, uh, throw anything around, but uh, that were, it was like, there's an episode of Seinfeld. I think it's just called the parking lot where uh, Jerry and all of them get stuck in a parking lot. Uh, they can't find their car. And like, there's like, and everyone's experienced it. where like, you're in the garage, and, like everything looks exactly the same. Like you keep opening up the door and you're like, you were just here. And like, they, we all get lost. And like, we, did episode, that, we did that for two hours <laughs> in Soldier Field where we were like, where we'd ask someone for directions. And they're like, oh yeah, just go to, because we were in a a weird parking garage that was under the stadium because there was like this like oh. business pass that uh, um, my f- uh, friend's mom got. So like you got free parking and it was like really close. Uh, but like we, it was the, we didn't leave the way that we got in and we got super lost that way. So we were trying to find it. And it took us like almost like like two. It took us like an hour to leave the stadium because we just we were so lost and it felt like, uh, like for, and for those who watch Seinfeld, like you you know exactly what episode I'm talking about. Where like they're just they're so lost mm-hmm. the whole time. Like they're asking people and they're like, oh yeah, like like and they're like giving them just terrible advice at the time. So that was funny. Uh, but yeah, you I need to go. I, experience. I, go ahead, Grant. Sorry, I was just saying. I saying uh, I I can't properly review Chicago. There you go. I mean, you should have uh, stuck around for the Nuggets game, you know, just a double dip. <laughs> well, hey, double dip. Be, uh, I, I was gonna say, coming in live from the United Center is uh, yeah, is in the kitchen <laughs> podcast. Uh, let's talk other games though. Uh, uh, last couple games here, uh, Packers uh, beat the Cowboys, get back on track. Uh, so Aaron Rodgers does not lose six games for the first time in a row. Uh, this one was fun because like I felt like. When they went down two scores, I felt like they were so dead. And then just like Aaron Rodgers yeah. always does, they he, he just claws back figured it out. and they figure it out. Yeah, I mean, that's exactly what it was. 
Yeah. Like no, no, no right. deep dive. <laughs> yeah, it's just, I mean, they were right. down two touchdowns. I was like, here we go. They're, they're all right, Sunday, three yeah. seven. All right, Sunday night football. We got. Yeah. Uh, no, that was, I mean, that was another great game. Yeah. No, no, no. No, that was a great game. We're obviously going to talk about it more. So, I totally thought the Cowboys were going to win this game kind of the whole time. And I was watching while they were winning, and then I stopped watching. And then I looked at the final score and thought, what had happened? And then remembered Aaron Rodgers as the quarterback of the Green Bay Packers. So, yeah. He's in comeback. Uh, what what so, do you think, guys? So, I thought this one was interesting because it seems like uh, I feel like that these two teams are really interesting because, like, I don't know. The Cowboys are another team where it's like, I think they're good, but I think there's like a tier below the like real contenders in the NFC. Like, I don't, th- I think they're oh, yeah, a fair, tier yeah. below like, the, like the Vikings and the Eagles and the way we think about really good teams in the NFC. Uh, even like, I think the 49ers and we're going to talk about Sunday night football here in a moment, but they're, I think they're better as well. Uh, I don't know uh, with the, and then the Packers, like I feel like they're just inevitably because they're the Packers and because they're Aaron Rodgers, they're like bound to get back on track here, but they didn't for five weeks in a row. Uh, so I, this is like, this is just a game where I, with these guys, I just like, I, I feel like I want to make like a claim on like where these teams are going to go, but like I feel like it's still like so up in the air for them. Like either of these teams could go, either, both of these teams or season could go either way right now. It'll be interesting to see like how each of these teams kind of take this game and take it into the rest of their season. That is a great point. I mean, absolutely. I mean, this looked like a Packers game. You're like, yeah, this is a really, really good foot. This is Aaron Rodgers. This is the Packers. This is the but, Packers performance that we've been waiting for all correct. year. Correct. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think that was a great, great point you just made is that it's good game. I think you're right about both of these teams. I think the next couple of weeks will prove like the Packers got to continue to win. The Cowboys they could feel like they could slip back in the pack. But um, yeah, it was a great football game. But I, I think you're dead right. The next couple of weeks for these two teams is, is the most important. Couple, uh, couple, yeah. couple points uh, I want to make about this game. Uh, first one, Tony Pollard. I like. Uh, yeah, Joey, you're Joey, Joey, you're the uh like I said, you're a box score expert. Uh how many how many rush what's it can you give me just like a quick uh rushing stat for Tony Pollard? Yeah, so this game he had twenty two carries for 115 yards and a touchdown. What is that in terms of uh I'll get I'll give you this as a great time for uh, a fantasy moment. Because I think <laughs> I like I, I Joey, I'm giving you the runway right now. Oh, yeah, I, I was not prepared. I had a bye week this week, so I wasn't paying much attention. Okay. Uh, is he on? Because isn't he on your, your squad? I can't believe no. he's doing this right now. But Oh, really? No, I, okay. don't, I don't have him. All right. All right you have bye weeks, weeks in fantasy football? The moment's over. We have right. an uneven amount of people in the league. Oh, uh, gotcha. That makes yeah. sense. Uh, yeah, the moment's dead now. I thought he was on your team. but No, that's, that's okay. okay. Uh, no, I mean, but Tony Part, I feel like he's an interesting guy. We're like, Zeke should be the number one. But – I just feel like Tony Pollard is like I feel like every time he touches the ball, it's like eight yards. Like I don't know if that's like a play calling thing, if it's an offensive line thing, or like what it is. But like I just I I'm continually impressed by him. Is he like where does he in terms of fantasy running backs, Joey? I'm trying to look at my Wi-Fi is not having a good time right now. That's totally fine. If you should get it. You don't have he to have is, like actual stats. You can just give a guess if you wanted. Position rank twenty, so he's doing really well. He's averaging thirteen points a week. Okay. Uh, this week he had 15 points. No, he had 21 points. 
uh, outscored his projected week 10 points. Uh, there we so go. if you have Tony Pollard, good pickup. I like him. Okay. All right. Here we go. Uh, and then lastly, I want to get your guys' opinion on this. So the Cowboys made it really – they made the, the decision to go <laughs> for it on fourth down in overtime. I think it would have been like a 50-yard field goal. I want to say it might have been a little longer, but it it was a long field goal. But like they said on the broadcast, he was in range, but they ended up going for it. And then the Packers went down and scored uh, the next time after they failed to convert on fourth down. If you're in that situation, do you kick the field goal or do you go for it like they did? I like the call they made. Go for it. Joey? I'm going to say take the points. I feel like in overtime, I'm I'm kicking the field goal too. Yeah. Just because it's over. You got points, but you also know. got Aaron Rodgers coming down. I, but I, I also think Zach is more of a uh, like let's let it rip guy than me. Let's let it ride. Like I'm, like I'm, a, I'm an Iowa, I'm a fan of the most conservative football team in America. So uh, I'm not. I feel, I feel like I'm not though. You're like definitely not. You're definitely yeah. not. So no, I, I would take the points though. Yeah. No, I think that I don't, I don't have a problem with the call. I mean, I, I don't have a problem with the call. Realistically, I don't either because the Packers had not. Looked like they could stop them at all yeah. the entire game. So I, yeah. I think there's a lot of reasons why they uh, called that too. Uh, do we have any update on if we think uh, Cooper Rush should have just stayed the Cowboys quarterback? Oof. I don't think this. Uh, He's my guy, so I'm going to say yes. Yeah, want, there you go. I want, yeah. I want you guys to go around and give me yes or no as well. No. I'm going to say yes because I like him also. There we go, Joey. <laughs> all right. You convinced me. Right? I like it. There you go, Joey. I like it. All right, well, let's talk uh, our last headline game and Sunday Night Football. We'll, we'll cover it real quick. This wrapped up as we were finishing out. Uh, I'm Guys, I don't get a lot of things right on this show, but I do get some things right. And when I'm right, I'm so right. When I'm right, I am so right, guys. And when I'm wrong, I'm so wrong. But this one <laughs> is what I'm right about. That what every – like the past – ever since Justin Herbert came to the league, and I don't think it's directly related to him, but some of it is. We've been told this narrative of that the Chargers are this threat to the Super Bowl, that they're a deep playoff run team for sure. Every time, get your tickets on Chargers to win the division early before the value is gone. All this stuff, Chargers, Chargers, Chargers. Just for them to do the same thing every year, to miss the playoffs and be just an average team. Yeah. No, as a They can't ever stay healthy. Okay, you do have to take into account injuries. That is true. But I'm That's also part not of the wrong. game, though. But yeah, but I'm also oh, not yeah, wrong. You're right. Yeah. No, I'd I'd say as a Broncos fan, like keep it coming, keep being average every year. Is that you know? I don't? Is that bad though? Because we uh we lost to them. Well, yeah, but <laughs> actually, I I, cha- I changed my mind. The Chargers are the best team in the NFL, <laughs> and <laughs> because and the Broncos they played them close. That was a statement loss, just like uh, well, I I, I, there is a tie between six teams in the NFL right now for first place, and it's just all the Broncos losses. So uh, I was oh. that's my that's my new opinion. There you go. No, but I, I in in all seriousness, no, I, I I stand by that take on the Chargers. No, I think it's very fair take. On the flip side, I know we talked about the Raven. Did the did the Forty Nine ers fall into that Ravens category? Like, if they watch out, uh, I think, I think so. I and I think the Ravens a little more though because. Oh yeah, I agree with that. But yeah. I do think I think the Forty ers are a serious NFC contender now. Now that they yeah. they are getting healthy, 
And especially picking up Christian McCaffrey is so huge. Uh, that was yeah, when I, you know how, you know how I just said that uh, when I'm right, I'm really right. And when I'm, oh, wrong, you were dead wrong about that. I'm so wrong. That was one of the, the worst opinions anyone has ever given in not just the history of sports or the history of this podcast, just the history of life in general. <laughs> right. So that wasn't I, like the most, I, I feel like other people were having that take though, too. I think a lot of that people is, were having that yeah, take. Yeah. And but I mean, like, you, you that, doesn't change, really good, that doesn't change the, how wrong the fact of power. A lot of people is. had the opinion uh, that the world was flat for a wrong time, but that turned out to be one of the most laughably wrong things of all time. So, like, it doesn't matter if it's made sense at the time. It was just really wrong. There you go. That's a great – yeah, that's right. Yeah. Um, so, with Chris McCaffrey, with Debo Sanders, now that Kittle's, Kittle is, is healthy too, um, man, that's a dangerous football team, especially on offense. Oh, for sure. Yeah. No, with already having a pretty good defense. So, here's defense, the thing, though, so. is that uh, technically – so, like, it's not going to be really relevant to this uh, season. But technically – the 49ers have a backup quarterback playing right now. Right. That's true. Like, do you think, what do you think is going through Trey Lance's brain right now? Uh, that's still such a trick. Like he still hadn't played in almost three years now. I mean, you know what you're getting out of Jimmy G. Yeah. Hey, like, I, I, I want to see think, more out of him to see if I, 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 you know, I, I do know. too. But like, do you think he's going to, like, I feel like he's not going to, I feel like there's a decent chance he's not on the 49ers next year. No, that's a – I mean, I, so I haven't played baseball in three years, nearly three years now. Okay. And, and, like, I don't know. Obviously, I'm not an NFL quarterback, not an MLB, but, like, I could have played in college somewhere. I don't know if I could go play in college right now. Like, definitely would have to do a lot of training to get back, yeah. which I'm sure he's oh, doing, sure. but – yeah, and like Granny, he's still like I mean, he's a professional athlete. He's getting paid right. a million dollars to practice every single day, but still. But, uh, like I, I do think that's an interesting thing though about this team that like I kind of I, f- I forget about a lot that I was like, oh yeah, Jimmy's actually technically the backup of this team. Uh, yeah. Like, I don't know, it is crazy to think about. Uh, like, do you think that this team would look the same if Trey like? And we just we really haven't seen that much out of Trey Lance. Like, I just I wonder. I I'm not sure I can. Confidently said, this team looks has the same record and the same wins right now. If Trey Lance uh, isn't the quarterback, or if Trey Lance was the quarterback, sorry. I think that, yeah, like you said, the tough thing is that nobody's seen him play since a couple games at North Dakota State, and especially with so much all the talent that they have on this offense, just put in Jimmy G and and, and let him do his thing and get the ball out to whoever needs to, and this team can be very very dangerous. Grant, you said the, the the season would look different if Trey Lance was still playing. Did you say? Do you think it'd be better or worse? Uh, I mean, I don't know how much it would look better. What's the 49ers record right now? They're five and four now. Five and four. Weird. Um, and it was one of them was that lost in Denver. Statement. Twelve loss. eleven. Yeah. yeah. Statement loss. I think I think that was like the Broncos in their peak form. But, <laughs> uh, I don't know. And I think people underestimate how tough it is to play like in a primetime game in Denver as well. Oh, uh, I can, yeah. Yeah. Like, regardless of what that you know skill all about level it, right, Zach? Yeah. I know all about it. I was Re- at, regardless I was of the, the regardless yeah. of the skill level of the Broncos team. Uh, I'm going to go if it would be worse. And I, yeah. I say that uh, with, with confidence because there's no way to disprove me. 
So, you know what? That is a great point. Uh, I say that with a lot of confidence point. because of yeah. that opinion alone or that reason alone. And uh, I, there's no way to uh, argue with me on that. So I like it. And Joey, if you want to contradict me, the beauty of that is that there's no way for me to argue you on the opposite uh, one. I think stuff. their record would be the exact same. Okay, and I, and you, you know, what's, you know, what's great about that is I have no way to tell me. So, yeah, that that would that's a that's what the podcast listeners want is uh, a bunch of people telling you, you know what, I actually have no way to uh, tell right, you you're right, right or wrong. So, I, I just Absolutely a bunch of neutral it. opinions. That's uh, <laughs> that's what you come and get here on in the kitchen. Uh, yeah, do you guys uh, have anything else on this game? Or do you want to read scores? You no, read no. scores. You want me to read scores? Let's do it. All right. So in Germany, early this morning, <laughs> might have snuck under your radar, Buccaneers 21, Seahawks 16. This one was interesting. This was the battle of the team. I was waiting for them to do something versus the team that uh, I was waiting for them to stop doing things. And it all kind of – it seemed like everything was like righting the wrongs today over in Germany. But, uh, yeah, I mean, like just like – Bucks maybe back on track. Here come the Bucks. They never count out Tom Brady, no matter it, how old he is. Or is it there go the Seahawks? Both. Let's let's stick with here come the Bucks. We'll see how that goes. Okay. You guys, what other? Uh, what's a country in Europe you guys would like to see the NFL playing as well? Please. That they haven't played yet. Do we want to see that? Dude, like I was about to say, yeah, that's that a better game. question. Yeah. For for fun, I would like you to answer the question. For fun, <laughs> let's do this. Let's just um give me a game in Venice. Let's go, let, yeah, let's go Italy. Let's go, yeah, as you say, let's just, play yeah, in the Coliseum. Let's play in the Coliseum. Yeah. yeah. Let's do um, it. Yeah, I was gonna say we can break down the financials of this on a different podcast. I was more just—I was trying—I was just trying to ask a fun question, guys. I didn't. Okay. Yeah, let's 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 do. Let's do <laughs> I didn't. I didn't yeah, want to. Let's get do Italy. Yeah. Okay. Uh, we thought Broncos ten, Titans seventeen. There's a reason why we didn't uh, bring this one up that much. Just gonna... <laughs> this was a very I mean, did you not want to talk about it, or did you just want to like it? Just wasn't a great football game. I mean, it was just a very depressing, sad game. I yeah. just think the Broncos just refused to get on track. They just refused to. I think that's a great way to put it. They, yeah. Like coming off a of bye week. It, like yeah. I like I've said this since week five. There's nothing new to say about the Broncos. No. It's the same thing every week. It's they should win these games and they don't. They have all the talent and they don't win. It's the same errors. It's the same lack of every it's the same lack of offense and the defense stood on their head. It's the same thing every week. I like I don't have anything new to say about them. It's just, uh... just they lost to a different team. As an as not a fan, like up until kind of a couple of weeks ago, like it was it was laughable watching. You'd be just like, "How is this happening? How is this happening?" What is funny uh, about my what's what what exactly is funny about me and Joey's misery? I'm not just saying you in general. I'm just saying like just watching the Broncos. Like it has been comical. Like just take a step back, take the fandom out. It's been comical. Today it was just kind of like, man, this team I don't think is very good. They're, it's just like, they, and there's just nothing. There's nothing not to say about them. They're, they're, they're not good. Yeah. Uh, so I actually was in the car driving while this game was going on. Did Jerry? Judy God bless him? you. Yeah. He got hurt. Oh, so he he's got hurt. Yeah. He's done. Oh, no. It, it, yep. I saw. He, I saw. It, I mean, I, it was not for me. Uh, I didn't see like. Uh, I'm sure Schefter did tweet about it, and I just missed it. But I saw it season ending. Mm. Oh. Yep, it's a wrap. So, which honestly, like, which is really tough because I, I, I just more feel for Jerry Judy the person, honestly, yeah. in that sense. Yeah. Uh, as much as like I do love watching him play, that's really tough. Uh, my, uh, 
Uh, Mouse knows I got the score exactly right uh, last week, so I'm just going to throw that out. Right. I didn't. uh, uh, I don't like that, but I did. So that is the world. Uh, Chiefs 27, Jaguars 17. Uh, Chiefs. they just they, they did a funny thing this game where they just they were like we're gonna score a bunch early and then we're just gonna not do anything the rest of the game. That pretty much describes this game, yeah. Right. I mean, they get up really really big and then every once in a while the game would or the I was watching the Broncos game they check in on the score and the Jaguars scored a touchdown but they were so far down it really didn't you know matter at that point. I heard a uh, I heard a rumor uh, and this is totally irrelevant to the game Uh-oh. but uh, that the Jaguars might mm-hmm. take over Soldier Field when the Bears go to Arlington Heights. And you have two Chicago teams? Correct. This is was from this was from a source that was just my friend saying things. <laughs> I was gonna say a reliable source of the person sitting in front of you have, again. Uh it, well not the person sitting sitting to my left, but uh so I don't know. I've never seen anything on this, but I also don't know where he saw it. So yeah, maybe, he, maybe he knows something we don't know. That's Breaking news. I like it. If, okay. If uh, if that becomes true in like 10 years, I want all the credit. But if it's not true, then I want none of the blame. So. <laughs> didn't hear, yeah, didn't hear you say anything about it. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, Dolphins, 39, Brown 17. Uh, the Dolphins just continue to roll with Tua. That's they're really can, good. That's all I'm going to say. Up. They're really yeah, good. They're really good. Yeah, I mean that's one of um, Joey's best. Uh, I think I think that's the best take Joey's had in the history of this podcast, which is Tua. Just the phrase yeah. Tua. 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 Absolutely. You guys uh, know the name of my fantasy football team. I'm sure I've Tua. said it on here. It's Tua uh, Lipa. Ooh, I like that. That was kind of. I like that. I like, that. I like both of those people. So, uh, yeah. Giants 24, Texans 16. Uh, this is just. I mean. Giants just uh, beat the Texans. That's this game existed. the The parents the Giants continue to win. Oh. the The parents of the players really enjoyed this game. That's, uh, <laughs> that's about it. Uh, Colts twenty five, Raiders twenty. This was guys. Hey, Jeff Saturn. Jeff Saturn. All the haters wrong. So awesome. I kind of felt like this was like I I wasn't super confident, but you could kind of feel this come where it was like everyone is so adamantly against the Colts coming in this yep. game that like, they're just going to go mess around and win this thing. Aren't they? <laughs> like, and they put think... Matt Ryan played again. Matt Ryan too. Yeah. I've, I so, didn't think we were going to see him back. I've never played in the NFL. Both of you guys never played in the NFL. Do you think there's yet? A... All of us have never played in the NFL. <laughs> yeah. My time is done. There's no, do you yet. think yet. that there's, <laughs> yeah, Joey's like holding out. He's like, I don't know. I mean, if they call me, <laughs> uh, still time. I got, I got that. I gotta have an athletic frame, guys. <laughs> I'm, I'm moldable. I'm like clay. You are mobile. People, people don't. People forget that about Joey Bush. Uh, either way, do you think that there's an element in these games where it's like, what if we like, like, with NFL teams where it's like, because there's so little expectation, like, because Jeff Saturday, like, he's never called play before, where it's like, it's so fresh and it's so like who cares that it helps and they're just like we can just mess around and win yeah uh, absolutely like it takes all the air out of it absolutely i mean i think that's what's happening with auburn right now yeah and the pressure's off like yeah i feel like exactly the pressure's off you can just go out there and play the game you've been playing your whole life you're not like trying to win because your team's so good and then you end up losing, you know? And like, I, I, so good. I say that in the situation of I've been in 
scenarios where it's like, let's just go, like, we have nothing to lose. Let's go out there and win. Like, we, you play really well. But I, I've played sports for a long time. I've never been in a situation where we get a coach and within one week he has to coach a game and he's never called plays before in this game, in yeah. this sport. So, uh, like, that's, uh, that's just like, it's just crazy that Jeff Saturday pulled this off. Like, I, I'm super impressed. I hope Jeff Saturday takes the Colts to the Super Bowl. I don't know if it's mathematically possible <laughs> at this point, but I hope that that happens and it would be hilarious for us, uh, journalism majors out there. That would be awesome. Uh, Cardinals 27, Rams 17. This was just what do you guys think? What do you guys think of these two teams? We don't even have to talk about this game, just in general. What do we think of these two teams right now? I mean, the Rams are done. What was that really about them at? He, he, They're three and six. They're three and six. Is every I feel like every team right now is either like it's, it's, six and yeah. three or three and six. Yeah, I, I, I mean the Rams are Cooper Cup. I just pulled it up. Uh, Cooper Cooper uh, Cooper Cup got hurt. Right. Um, yeah. They just can't. Oh, hang on one sec. Colt McCoy was the starting quarterback for the Cardinals. Yeah, I mean he's the best yeah, pack of quarterback that. of all time. Yeah, cool, cool. Yeah, uh, I mean, both of these teams kind of. Uh, I mean, I'm not a big Kyler Murray fan. I, I, you can kind of tell, you know, some of the clips that I've seen from the in season hard knocks. It seems like a lot of his teammates might not even be Kyler Murray fans. Um, so I mean, I think the Cardinals are just stuck in quicksand. I, I think they'll probably get rid of Kingsbury this year if it doesn't go well. I think, which I, I like him as a coach. Uh, yeah. Both of these teams are just kind of. It doesn't seem like they're going anywhere this year, which is crazy for the defending Super Bowl champs. I, I think I talked about this on Thursday too. At at what point is the the narrative of like, oh, it's Kyler, the Call of Duty or whatever he's playing the Call of Duty, like or like the Cardinals, like, oh, you can't bet on them late in the season and stuff. And at what point is it that, or at what point is it just like they're just probably not that good? Like they're just probably not like a great franchise. Oh, I mean. And granted, Colt McCoy did play this game. So. Yeah, it. But I think it's still. I think good. that's a really good question, and I'm, I'm kind of stumbling on my answer. But I think it's a decent question because it feels like they got a lot of talent. Right. Um, but you have to have a quarterback to win in this league, and I don't think he's an elite quarterback. It's a, it's I don't even think he's he's an average quarterback at best, and they just paid him a lot, a lot of money. This a year of the backups. Let's go. Uh, I want to see. Uh, Sam Darnold versus uh, uh, Colt McCoy versus McCoy. Cooper Rush, and then Jimmy G technically backup. Well, you had a you got a backup for the Rams, John Wolford, huh. Wake Forest alumna. Yeah, yeah. Let's go. So, uh, interesting. So, yeah, this. Yeah, it sounds good. Yeah, you got uh, any tips for the uh, Cardinals front office? I know you're trying to expand your business into Arizona. You maybe need those guys to. Pick it up a little bit. It's oh, you are fantastic. You. If you want to call House and Howell, uh, eat at com. Uh, we will be in your area. Uh, fantastic food. Uh, you know, we really know how to entertain sporting crowds. Uh, yeah, just give us a call. Ask for either uh, Corey Mallory or Riley Gibson. That it's eat at com. Reach out to HR as well. And reach out to HR. Absolutely. There's a great HR department. That's right, absolutely. <laughs> yep. A great HR uh, intern slash uh, entrepreneur student uh, Grant at houseofhowell.com. Yeah. Yeah. So that's pretty much all the games, guys. Uh, do you guys have any uh, um, uh, for football? Uh, that's pretty much all the games. Uh, and this this podcast is getting kind of long. Do you guys have anything uh, 
else that we might like just football related you want to stay out there say that was a fun weekend yeah i mean it was a sneaky good weekend great games a day um yeah it was it was a fun weekend I just hung out with a bunch of Georgia fans this week. Yeah. We're about to, we're about to enter my favorite uh, week of football starting on Saturday. So I'm just going to throw that out there. Once uh, the week before the weekend before Thanksgiving through the next weekend is my favorite uh, week of football of the entire, probably maybe my favorite sports week of the year. It's it's a good one. You got got the basketball tournaments going on all week too. So it's just also uh, world cup starts too. world cups up Sunday, which like you, that's like, usually that's not why I like Thanksgiving, but like, I don't know. It'll help me like it. Like it'll just be interesting. Okay. It'll be something to enjoy uh, for like 20 minutes a day. So. Oh, no. Whoa, whoa, whoa. All in. I'll be working early for that. I'm just saying, like, here's, here's teams. Uh, this will be our uh, World Cup recap, and then we'll end the show. Uh, or World Cup preview. Teams that I'll, I'm interested <clears throat> in watching play. And I don't even know if all these teams are qualified. So if they're not, I'm just going to uh, – we're just not going to talk about them. Uh, USA. They're in. England. They're in. Germany. They're in. Portugal. They're in. Brazil. There you go. Mexico. There you six for six. Are you just naming countries now? Or do you actually want to watch these teams play? Those are the only teams I'm interested in watching play. That should be fun. I'll probably watch most games. I feel like there I feel like there's a chance, and this is with no soccer knowledge at all, that there's a really good chance one of those teams wins the World Cup. Um one of them, yeah, Brazil, I think, is the favorite. Are they? Okay. Um, I think Brazil, Argentina. Zach, I know nothing. Give me what? What do I need to know going into this week or the going into the World Cup? So it's, it's in Qatar. Now it's starting to come out that it should have never been in Qatar. That's sad. now it's starting it's to come out. That, that's yeah, been now the, it's starting to come out. I was gonna say that's been. No, I'm talking big. about now that like the FIFA heads are like, yeah, we made a mistake. And this is the first time oh, they've okay. ever admitted it. Okay. Yeah. Should we do a should we do a um, documentary review of the FIFA documentary on Netflix? Ooh, Netflix. Yeah, let's do that. Yeah, okay. I haven't watched. Have y'all watched it? No, what's it no. Called? It's called FIFA called, Uncovered. Yeah. Um, it, it'll be kind of interesting. You know, it, there's usually. It's usually in the summer. There's usually a buildup. There's usually like a you know you're in about a month of camp, um, playing you know some some friendlies before the World Cup. Um, there was a full Premier League schedule this weekend, um, so you got players finishing up, head to Qatar literally today, um, and they start playing next week. So I mean I'm interested to see kind of how it's it's going to be. I think the first set of games are going to be pretty sloppy, um, just because you know. You don't have the usual camps like you do when you have a summer World Cup. Um, but yeah, Brazil, France, Belgium, Argentina would probably say are the leaders in the clubhouse. Um, Germany always does really well in these tournaments. Um, I think the USA, US got a tough road. England's supposed to be really, really good. Um, but they well, can't. You're forgetting, you're forgetting one major part. Go for it. Is that we're Americans? And. That's yeah, the only. Great. That's just. That's all you guys. That's, that's all I need. Scout report. That's all yeah, I okay. need. They're American. Nationalism at its finest, right there. Well, I, I love that. <laughs> that's great. Um, but when you know when Wells gets that scout report, it doesn't say they're Americans <laughs> and they're going to win that game. So. <laughs> do you imagine? Uh, well, we need a. We'll have to have Hannah back on for a minute. Uh, yeah, we'll just do to World do Cup recap. Uh, I yeah, know she. She said she wasn't gonna. She was gonna protest all the games, but yeah. that's a. We'll, we'll have her on and watch. But it. No, it should be fun. I mean, I I love the World Cup. I love 
being like at a bar for the World Cup, I think is fantastic. So, I mean, I'll be, I want to say the game start, I think it's like a tough 5 a.m. or and then like an 8 a.m. or a 10 a.m. or something like that. Be at the here. bar for those games? No, no, I'll be <laughs> on my couch. He'll be at the, uh, uh, he'll be at the village. The yeah. Oh, I'll be, I'll, actually, I'll be over at Perry's Pizza if y'all want to join me. So, five, 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 are they, are they open yeah. at 5 a.m.? No. They do breakfast yeah. at Perry's? <laughs> no, no breakfast at Paris. Uh, but yeah, I'm, I'm I'm really excited about it. Uh, I think I, I think the sports calendar coming up in the next month is just absolutely insane. I feel um, yeah. I feel bad for like if you're like uh um if you're just like if you're the uh, the NBA right now or if you're uh any any other like hockey. Yeah. You get you have a lot of diehard fans that are watching every game anyway, mm-hmm. right? Every major sport has that. But like you you like I feel like it's and like I, I love both of those associations uh and leagues, but like I feel like you have to understand like at this time of year, like they're so low on the totem pole, unfortunately. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean that's I think that's the way the schedule's built. And I think that's the fun I d I don't think they're I mean the good thing it doesn't conflict. So like this the World Cup games are in the morning. So they're not like it's not like they're going head to head against you know, NBA games. They'll probably go into uh, head of a lot of bat- college basketball. The first week, yeah. Yeah. What do the first week? World Cup ratings pull, like TV ratings. Oh, dude, they oh, it's insane. The like, best, like it's, probably it's like the best Super yeah. Bowl. Yeah. Like, Way better, like, dude. The whole oh, yeah. world. No, I, no, I know. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. No, everyone. Oh, like even for these first rounders or whatever. Oh, it, for every single dude. I'm I'm not lying to you. Like I'll I'll be in a group chain at five in the morning watching the World Cup. You're like, gonna get up for it. It's, yeah, absolutely, dude. I'll tell you how bad it was when they were playing in Korea. Whenever, oh man, that might have been. I think it was like 2002, 2006. Well, that was or something a, like that. that was the women's World Cup, was it not? No, it was a men's World Cup. It was in Japan and Korea. I would get up at like one in the morning, watch the U.S. or watch whoever play. I remember watching. Uh, I watched the the last World Cup. I watched uh, Portugal. I can't remember who they were playing, but I was in this. I was in Homer, Alaska, a little fishing town in Alaska, watching this game. And like it was just like two dudes. I remember just sitting at the bar, watching this game. They were just like fishermen, beards, like still got like the like the fish blood all over them. Just watching the game. Just like nice it was so awesome it was just like like, it didn't matter like what tiny corner of the world you're going to like the world cup was on and like interested so uh and like yeah i mean i'm not like a huge soccer guy but like i i think the world cup is so special as like a a sports thing Mm -hmm. like i'll i'll be interested for like the few weeks yeah you've convinced me i was not not watching any of these games but now i feel like i have to at least watch the u.s play you gotta let me know when they're on and then maybe I'll turn. They play at like eleven a.m. the day after Thanksgiving. They play. Yeah. Oh. And uh, well, they they play. Uh, that's going to be the best day ever. You got that, and then you got Iowa, Nebraska, right afterwards. So. I feel like. Oh, I'm dude, it's to, I mean, uh, it's a crazy sports day. What, what do you think is going to get uh, more viewers? Iowa, Nebraska, or USA versus England? Ooh, man, that, you know, I think that, it's close. A, I think it's close. close. <laughs> it'll be close. I think it's close. It'll be close. Yeah. Both, uh, some would say those are equally as big rivalries. So, uh, yeah, uh, this show's getting long though. Uh, you got, uh, let's all go around and then, uh, we'll end the show. We're just going to go World Cup predictions. Uh, we're going to just name one team. Uh, we don't, we can give reasoning, but we don't have to. And that's our official World Cup prediction champion. 
outright, or just maybe if you just want to give a bold take about the event in general. Uh, Brazil is loaded. So then are you picking Brazil? Yeah, Brazil. I'm going to go with Brazil. They're they're just absolutely loaded. Joey. Uh, I'm going to pick USA. I love it. It's America all the way. It's America all the way. All right. 1776, baby. All right. Feels like 76. Feels like 76. Let's get it. Polinovich is going to take us there. They're going to build a statue of him. In every right. state capital. In every state. You know, do you know how funny that, that's gonna be though? If like like when we play England, I feel like we have nothing to lose. I'm just gonna say that right now. What do we have? Um, yeah, I mean they're the better team, they're not far off. Yeah. If we beat yeah, them so though, that'll doable. be that's gonna be a whole mess if we beat them. Yeah. If if England if, if if England beats the US, nothing's gonna happen. But if yeah. but if uh, if the United States beats England, that'll be a mess. Yeah, England's really good. They got a lot of talent. Two and yeah. yeah. All right. Uh, yeah, that's our show. We'll be back on uh, Thursday with Joey. Is it official now? Is Keenan Keenan Proctor? Yeah. Keenan Proctor, UCLA baseball player. Nice. We'll right, be yeah. on the sh- on the show this week. We'll be excited to talk to that. And I, I promise we'll talk college basketball on Thursday. All right. Thanks for listening. We'll see you then. Bye.